Man the half The James Whale Show on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. It's well, only BBC One, two, and no. live telly. You need a license for. Yeah, live telly. You can't watch live. You yeah. can't watch any. You can't watch Sky or ITV or anything I like that. Can. It's only three channels out of the, uh, BBC One, BBC Two, and ITV. Well, I think we'll have to uh, check that out. But Jesse, thank you for the information. Have you got a TV license? Stop whinging, pay your license. I'm proud to pay it. Are you? I'm proud to pay my TV license. Yeah. Great service. They fed my kids for four years. They fed my dad for 20 years before he got the sack for nicking stuff. Which <laughs> is a true story. But I'm proud to pay my TV license. Yeah. I'm not. I don't uh, think it's an old-fashioned way to do it. And if I contribute to the BBC, and I occasionally work for the BBC, because, you know, that's, that's we, we've how We've both it goes. been sacked yeah. from there. Um, exactly. <laughs> I, uh, I, I, I think... Um, <laughs> I think uh, I think if I am paying money into the BBC and they're making loads of money out of these movies and things they sell abroad, I'm a shareholder and I should get some of the dosh back. Here's the thing: it's cheaper than Netflix, and the rubbish they show on net- Netflix I don't have is Netflix. rubbish. Well, I do. Why? I don't have Sky because the kids like it, but it's mm. it's rubbish, really. There's, there's maybe six, seven good things on no. there. BBC, there's tons of stuff, man. Tons of stuff. No. I pay the license for just what? the I Radio should... Four on its well, own. No, I wouldn't. But I think we should have the BBC should concentrate on their local radio stations no put close to local radio no, stations put more, more no, money into them put and get less some... money in there's too much we both That's worked because BB... you've been sacked no from no no we both worked in local BBC mm. when I went to BBC Breakfast local radio station I'd gone from a show where it was me and a producer mm. to a show where there were 13 people working on it what a Can waste of money you? well you know I went to do a BBC Breakfast show you were on Kent, another were you? station were you Essex. Kent? Essex Essex sorry yeah. yeah and when I got there unfortunately I had the same producers as a bloke who'd been there for about 50 years yeah before. Yeah. So I had to remove that, first of all, because it yeah. was like having putting somebody else's clothes on and got new ones. Then I had all these radio car bits they wanted to put in, yeah. with these people who should never have been on the air, so they so go out and do that. So then I said, uh, well, well, I'll do the interview, because they're not, you know, I'll do, you go there, hold the microphone. Oh, the, so the fella's out with the, with the yeah. radio car, he yeah, thinks yeah, he's yeah. going to do the, yeah, the no, interview. No, he's no. not going to do it, I was going to do it. Yeah. And in the end, we changed it, and it became very sort of commercial, it was great and amazing, and yeah. uh, then I went in the Big Brother house and got fed up. Well, that's so, what we did. We yeah. made it. We changed it to, to kind of what we're doing mm. now. And then the BBC used that, because I called out a load of homophobic religious bigots, and they mm. booted me. Local radio, get rid of it. We don't no, need it. No, I think we should improve it. And a lot of local radio now is going, commercial radio can't do it as well, unfortunately, mm. because there's not a lot of money in it. That's where the BBC should be. This is a discussion for later. I must go. See you Monday. You Mr Ian Lee is next. Stick around. Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Yeah. 
song Brian Wilson and Bob Dylan recorded together. And it's awful. But, well, that's harsh. That's harsh. I used to... I used to think the uh, spirit of rock and roll was, was, was awful. It's a little bit shonky. It's grown on me. Whoa, what the heck was that? It's grown on me. Speaking to a microphone. Yes. They're speaking it normally from a normal distance. From here. Mine sounds really tinny. Does and on all the clips, I sound really tinny. <laughs> Fixed it. Just press some buttons. I, I don't know if I've done that. Dump button. Oh, I just dumped myself twice. What's this button here? World feed. What's that? No, 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 no. Okay, right. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the phone number. I've got a, I've got a headache that's turning into. I think it could be could be borderline migraine. So I might neck the rest of these pills in a bit. Okay. It's partly because I know tonight, if I'm lucky, we're going to come to you in a second, Delia. If I'm lucky, I'm going to get three and a half hours sleep because I got I got the my, I got to go and stay at my ex's house tonight. She's going to work at four in the morning. The boys will wake up about half six. Hi, 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 hi. So I think part of this headache is partly in anticipation of that. So I've got nothing for the show. Although, have you noticed, I, I pointed this out to Kath, and you, you watch, you listen to the news and you read the papers. The whole narrative on that Mark Field assaulting um, the Greenpeace protester, the whole narrative has changed in the last 24 hours. It's gone from... What a scumbag. What a, what a pig. What a piece of trash to, what was he supposed to do? Joe Cox. He was just looking out for everyone. He's done no harm. It was, what was he supposed to do? He did the right thing because she could have had acid in her bag. Yeah. You to say something? No, that thing of, he, oh, he could have been a hero. Yeah. Oh, it could have been different. Supposing she had a gun. She didn't. Supposing she had acid. She didn't. You don't grab a woman around the throat and push her up against a pillar. But now the narrative has changed. This is the world we're living in, guys. I'm not falling for it. I'm not getting sucked into no Mandela effect. I'm going to remember it exactly as I saw it. A bloke, a big bloke, got up, pushed a woman by the neck up against the pillar, turned her around, grabbed her around, pushed her by the throat, grabbed her around the neck and forcefully marched her out in an overly unnecessarily aggressive assault. He is lucky that she's not pressing charges. He is lucky that she's not pressing charges. I bet loads of you listening to this will also be thinking, well, what was he supposed to do? Joe Cox, what was he supposed to do? She could have had a gun. Could have been acid. She could have been inspired by Joe Brand. Listen, you're on the same side as Jim Davidson. Right? You're on the same side as Jim Davison. You want to be on that side? Look into his history. Look into his past. Right? You want to be on the same side as him? No. I stand by it. What that bloke did was out of order. It was assault. It was over the top. It was too aggressive. He is a thug. He's a thug. And doesn't that just sum up I was going to say the Tory party. I'm going to say politics. Doesn't that just sum up politics? A bloke in a, a, a in a penguin suit in a, a, a black dicky bow assaulting a, a woman protester. That's where we are. That's where we are. And I don't think it is just a Tory thing. I think it's all of them. 
I think it's all of them. That's where we are. And now the majority of the press and the media are coming down on the side of the, the bloke that attacked the woman, that pushed the woman aggressively. Listen, John Prescott got on egg, he punched the fella. That's fine. That's fine. That's self-defence. He was attacked. It was, he was attacked. Self-defence. He didn't know. All he, all he did was he felt something hard and then cold and wet on him. Could have, that could have been blood. Could have been a, a rock. Could have been, didn't know. Punched him. Lashed out him. Perfect. That's fine. That's self-defence. One punch. Situation was assessed. Boom. It's done. That is fine. This fella was under no threat. Under no threat. And he got up and he attacked her. No one else did. If you look at it from another angle, there is another angle out there, you can see other protesters being taken out, presumably by security, in um, using the correct amount of force. Using the correct amount of force. He went over the top. He went over the top. He's a scumbag. He's The only reason he's, you know why he's apologised? He is shitting himself. His career is over. That is it. That is the only reason this bloke has apologised profusely. He is so lucky that this woman, this protester, this human being is not pressing charges because he would be in such big trouble. And I think it shows that she is the bigger person. That's rage and fury on that guy's face. That's not a, I must protect myself or I must protect the people at this table. That's, that's anger, arrogance, uh, entitlement and fury. That's a bloke who's used to getting his own way and being with a group of people who are used to getting their own way by any means necessary, right? That's what you're dealing with. And now we've got two scumbags, who are, one of whom is going to be Prime Minister. We all know it's Boris Johnson, but let's look at Jeremy Hunt for a second, right? Scumbag of the highest order. See what he did to the NHS? He screwed it over. He screwed the NHS over. I've got some, um, some skin in this. My ex-father-in-law is a cardiologist, works in the NHS, and he screwed it over, right? He would love to privatise the NHS. And then you've got Boris Johnson. Jesus. The bloke is the most arrogant, self-serving fool. Interesting story online tonight about police being called to him and his, uh, allegedly being called to him and his uh, partner's flat. I'll leave you to go and read it yourself. Who knows what happened? No charges were made. Nobody was arrested. Everybody seemed happy. But that's not what the neighbour would say. That as your Prime Minister? Because it ain't going to be my Prime Minister. I tell you that for nothing. Neither of those are going to be my Prime Minister. We are living in really horrendous, awful times. And we have got the politicians that we deserve. This is what we deserve. you got Hunt. Just a few days ago, I was praying. Not praying, it's over the top. But I, I had my fingers crossed that... Michael Gove would beat Boris Johnson. Jesus, that's what I was... That was the best option I could hope for. Michael Gove, who is just the biggest bumlick ever. Mm, Theresa May. Mm, yes, um, Theresa May. Mm, yes, I think you did wonder. He's an awful human being. Him and his atrocious wife. My God, what a, what a couple. And I was hoping they would get into number 10. Them. 
They were the best option that we had. And now it's just between a, a, a dog turd and a human turd. I don't know which is which. You tell me. We are screwed, man. Go and live in another country then. No, I'm not going to because my kids live in this country. If I didn't have kids, yeah, I'd be off. I'd go and live in Japan. I'd go and live in Canada. I'd go and live somewhere that is not as racist and as toxic and as horrendous as this awful country that we're living in at the moment. It's a terrible place right now. A terrible place where the media are coming down on the side of a bloke who uh, was aggressive and violent towards a, a peaceful protester. We're allowed to protest in this country. All right, they got into a place they weren't meant to be in. I get it. There is heightened fear around security, around prominent people. I get it. I get it. But what he did was over the top and the press are coming down on his side. We are screwed. Um, anyway, on with the show. Dealey will be with you in a second. 0344 This is Talk Radio. Tales of mystery and imagination on the radio show that does things differently. Dolly Parton, I listen to a record that they love. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. I'm a nutjob, but not that kind of nutjob. On Talk Radio. Honest to God, it's the new Breaking Bad. Oh, no. This is what we're dealing with pronto. Uh, sorry. No such thing as pressing charges under UK law. Police CPS decide whether to charge. Shut up. Shut up, Pronto. That's what you're picking me up on? I got the legal technicalities wrong. She says she's not interested in pressing charges. There you go. Is that closer? Is that closer to it? That's the thing you picked up on. Not the fact that a bloke pushed the woman up against a pillar. That's what you've chosen to call someone out on. That's where we're living in. Sorry. No such thing, a pressing charges under UK law police. Shut up! He pushed her up against the pillar. She's decided she doesn't want to take it any further. So I hope that, is that, have I, have I got that, have I got that right enough for you now, Pronto? That's what you're choosing to pick up on. And screw you, Daz Boot. I keep trying to get on air to talk to you, but I get told by your phone monkey, this is a lie, and don't be rude about my mate Sam, did Arthur from EastEnders finish his jigsaw is not a topic Ian would discuss. You've never called. You've never called on your in your life. Because Sam doesn't ask you what you want to talk about, do you? This is not one of those shows. So don't lie and don't be rude about people that uh, work with me. Crying out loud. Don't mess with me tonight. Alan, what do you want? I feel pretty, um, not as irate as you, but I feel pretty uh, depressed at the moment about the mess that the Conservative Party have got the country into and the way that really finally they're starting to show their true colours. They're starting to expose themselves. I'm not saying they're all evil, but, you know, we had this assault that you're talking about. We've had a, we've had a budget that made the rich richer and the poor poorer. Boris Johnson wants to compound that. He wants another tax break for the most wealthy. I, it, the, the idea... Who, who that do you vote for, Alan? Pardon? Who do you vote for? Well, my vote has always been private, so I, I'm, I'm sticking with that. Is it Labour? But... but Is it Labour? Is it Labour? Is it no, Labour? No. No. Well, who, who is it? Is it? Is it Lib Dems? Stop being so old-fashioned and stupid. Who do you vote for? Yeah. 
Yeah, in the in the last by election, yes, it was Lib Dems. Okay, why would you not want to share that? What's the problem we said? Don't give me this. Vote, my vote is private. For God's sake, man, you're a grown man. I'm a grown man. What am I going to do? Brainwash you so you vote okay. for the opposite? Well, okay, who did you vote for then? I tell you exactly who I voted for. In the European elections, I voted Lib Dem. Uh, yeah. In the general election, yeah, I voted Lib Dem. I used to be Labour, but I can't vote for a party that is, has got a problem with anti-Semitism. Yeah, you're right. It, it's an absolute shambles at the moment. It yep. really is. It's depressing. Re regardless of what party you talk about, the state of British politics, we I find... We're all screwed, Alan. We are all screwed. They don't care yeah. about you. They don't care about me. They don't care about anybody. We are all screwed. No, and it is frightening yeah. that... Bor I mean, while Boris Johnson is in the background hanging from a zip wire and basically not doing a great deal of harm, except potentially getting this woman 10 years in prison as a spy, wherever she is. He, he could be in a position to cause some real damage. Well, we, 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 let's, be, let's hope he doesn't meet up with her, because he might end up shacked up with her. This is the, this is the way Johnson works. So, uh, Alan, Alan, thank you very much. I'm sorry I shouted at you, but I've got a headache. But thank you very much indeed. I don't Bye. get that... Oh, Hello? Hello? Hello. Hello. Ian. Are you on speakerphone? I'm so sorry. There's three of us here and we all wanted to hear your beautiful voice. Okay, well they can go in another room and listen to the radio. Are you going to come on speakerphone? Yeah, I'm coming off. Here we go. I've got a headache. I've got a headache, Delia. Ian. Everyone's going to get told off tonight, I'm afraid. I've got a blinding I've, headache. I've spoken, I'm calling you for a very special reason. Uh, um, do I owe you money? What is this? Have, have I not fed no, the you kids? don't owe me any money. Okay, go on. I just want to say, I'm, I feel really sorry for you because everyone's giving you such a hard time about your face. Sorry? About you, you know, your beard and your hairs and your moustache. Yeah, I, got, I shaved it all off in the end. Oh, you kidding? No, just, but, but it was my choice. I didn't do it because I was bullied. I just thought, ah, I'm done now. I'm done. That's no, done. But I'm really fed up with this, like, shaming of men's facial hair. It's got yeah. to stop now. It's got to stop. Who cares what anybody looks like? Who cares if you're fat, thin, you've got one leg, oh. you've got five legs, you're, you're black. Well, who cares? Who cares? Oh, Ian, this is music to my ears, my friend. Yeah, let's, 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 let's go. It really made me happy tonight. There you go, you see. Are you drunk? No, uh, I'm tipsy. Yeah, tipsy. There we Not go. Uh, did you get that vibe, <laughs> Catherine? I got that vibe. I no, got the no, vibe. No, listen, yes. listen, don't go yet, because we've got a lot to talk about. Um, oh, I'll, be the, I'll be the judge of that. Go on. Okay, yes. right. So, this thing with the facial hair. Yes. Right. Women, I've had a lot of stick. I really love men with facial hair. Big bushy beards, yeah. moustaches, you know, Eugene Hoots. It's not a fetish. Don't get rude. Fetish isn't rude. Fetish is, is natural. Oh, you think a fetish is natural? Of course a fetish is natural. Oh, okay. Okay. So, you think it's natural. I think it's a bit rude, but there you go. Why is, why is a fetish rude? <laughs> I don't know. It's just it's a bit alternative, isn't it? Mind you, this is the alternative show. Yes, exactly, so, exactly. Fetish is just I natural. In indulge. In, I haven't got any facial hair now. I don't want to talk about my fetishes. Well, well, yeah, we know your fetish. Hair. You've told us it's about men with facial hair. <laughs> it tickles your You're thighs. You're not tickles my thighs. What are you like? Okay. <laughs> no, but seriously. Who's, who's, in the who's in the room with you? Right. You said there were three of you. Anybody want to say hello? Beverly. Say hello. I love the name Beverly. You don't get you don't get uh, you don't get enough Bevs these days. Sorry, I'm, I'm sorry, Catherine. I'm your um, no, she's not Bev. 
mother-in-law was was a bev wasn't she, she was sadly no longer with us it's a great name beverly love it oh. does she not go by bev no she doesn't go by bev is she so you've got to call her beverly otherwise beverly big boobs she is jesus well, that, that, that's, a coinc- that's a coincidence, and lucky for her that she had a first name where that works. Mag- imagine okay, if her name was Margaret. Yes. Margaret. Margaret. Margaret Mellons. Margaret Mellons. does work. Yes. <laughs> okay, hang on a second. Catherine, if her name was Susan. Susan. Susan Swingers. Susan. Hey. <laughs> yeah. All right, who else have you got? Okay, who else do we have? Jeremy Berrimy. <laughs> <laughs> so there's you, there's there's a, Di- a Delia, a Beverly, and a Jeremy. Yeah, we're very we're very swingers. upmarket swingers. We're not swingers, we're singers. Oh, well, okay. Well, let's hear a we're song a then. Band. We're in a band. Oh yeah. Go on then. What do you want to hear? Um, well, ideally you putting the phone down, but <laughs> but <laughs> no. No, come on now, but... You're so naughty. Naughty, naughty, naughty. Rude. Very rude. Um, how big are Beverly's boobs? <laughs> They're big enough to give her an hourglass figure. Okay. Right, what are you going to sing for us, then? You want me to sing for you? What should we sing? Oh, for God's sake. You're my backing vocals. Come on, get on grip. <laughs> We had a little bit of gin. Do you like gin, Ian? I don't drink. I'm, I can't drink, I'm afraid. Can we get back to the point? Well, well the point was you're going to sing us a song with Beverly Big Boots and Jeremy Beremy. Juicy Jeremy. <laughs> Jack off Jeremy. <laughs> please, while I, while I wait. <laughs> Jeremy's thinking, oh, yes, please. <laughs> sing us a song. Sing you a song, OK. Here we go. Ian Lee, you're amazing. We love your facial hair. Okay, thanks very much indeed. I haven't oh, got yeah. any facial hair anymore. Um, Maybe this? they found it in your bin. Um, people keep sending me the clip of Neil Hannon from the Divine Comedy playing They Might Be Giants. Can yeah. We, have you heard it? Yeah, it's good. Can we have a listen for a second? Yeah, Here it's we nice. go. Let's have a little listen for a second. Oh, we've got to press this. I'm your only friend, oh. I'm not your only friend, but I'm a little glowing friend, but really I'm not actually your friend, but I am. Blue canary in the apple by the light switch, who watches over you? Make a little birdhouse in your soul, not to put too fine a point on... Oh, where did that go? It was okay. It was okay. I liked it. Ah, it was okay. It was okay. It was. It, it, it was. Um. It was. It was okay. I. I, I like. We, we like Neil. We like. Uh. We like the band. We like his style. It just felt a little. Let's go back. In it? your bonnet, make a little birdhouse in your soul. I don't think he's quite. I don't think he's quite got it, do you, Catherine? Oh. This is how you do it. Your only friend, I'm not your only friend, but I'm a little glowing friend, but really, I'm not actually your friend, but I am. Dedicating this to Sam and his cackle through the soundproof glass. That's so lucky! Yeah. Look at every in the outlet by the light switch. Who, Who watches over you? Make a little birdhouse in your soul Not to put too fine a point on it Say I'm the only being your bonnet Make a little birdhouse in your soul Here we go! You phone monkey! 
I have a secret to tell from my electrical well. It's a simple message and I'm leaving out the whistles and bells. So the room must listen to me, filibuster vigilantly. My name is Blue Canary, one note spelled L-I-T. My story's infinite, like the Longines Symphony. It doesn't rest all together. Blue Canary in the outlet by the light switch. Who watches over you? Make a little birdhouse in your soul. Not to put too fine a point on it. Say I'm the only bee in your body. Make a little birdhouse in your soul. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the phone number. We had a caller, and the caller went. Get that guy back. I want to speak to that guy, and I want to speak to you, dear listener. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. I am very, very, very high on Eurofen. Here we go. I'm your only friend. I'm not your only friend, but I'm a little glowing friend. But really, I'm not actually a friend, but I am. There's a picture opposite me of my primitive ancestry, which stood on rocky shores and kept the bitches shipwrecked free. Though I respect that a lot, I'd be fired if that were my job. After killing Jason off and countless screaming argonauts, bluebird of friendliness like guardian angels it's always near blue canary in the alley by the light switch who watches over you make a little birdhouse in your soul not to put too fine a point on it say i'm the only <laughs> make a little birdhouse it's harmonizing it's harmonizing and while you're at it leave the nightlight on inside a birdhouse in your soul not to put too fine a point on it, say I'm the only bee in your bonnet. Make a little birdhouse in your soul while you're at it. Leave the nightlight on inside the birdhouse in your soul. Not to put too fine a point on it, say I'm the only bee in your bonnet. Make a little birdhouse in your soul while you're at it. Leave the nightlight on inside the birdhouse in your soul. Not to put too fine a point on it, say I'm the only bay in your bonnet, make a little birdhouse in our souls. <laughs> This is Tool Radio. <laughs> Take a trip into the alternate reality of late night radio. I think I'm in something like the Matrix, and so are you. The late night alternative. Hello, hello. With Ian Lee. Is there anybody out there? On Talk Radio. Hello. Sorry, just 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 reporting a guy on Twitter who called me a c-word, and then I looked at some of his other tweets, and yeah. he's called someone else a c-word. So don't tell him. He's going to get his account suspended. That's a shame, man. That's a shame. Let's go to our good friend, Jono. Good evening, Jono. <laughs> oh, as Jono's got, a, Jono's got a wicked laugh about him. I like this guy already. Oh, man, don't, don't. I'm doing don't. it. I'm, I am. I am, and you are. We're going to. Thank you very much. You are very welcome, brother. Ian, you irked me. Sorry? You irked me. I'll burp you in a minute. Over my knee. No, no, no. Irked, not spanked. Oh, I'm sp- uh, no, spunked. Didn't. No, spanked. I, I, I didn't say spanked. I said burped. Where's your mind going, you filthy pervert? <laughs> I said burp. Put yeah, anyway, anyway, to burp anyway, you. Anyway, you rock, anyway, you rock their stomach and their chest, and it comes out. It's better than the shoulder. Trust me, new parents. Over the anyway. knee is better than the shoulder. 
Oh, there we go, said man. John. I'm desperately but trying I... to trying to capture control of this uh, snake that's going all over the desert. Yes, Jono, you call, you put the phone down before no, you call back. Man, you, yes, let's got, do it. You've got an explanation for everyone. Was that an explanation for new parents on how to treat their children? No, it wasn't an explanation. <laughs> it wasn't an explanation. It was a, it was a technique I was offering. I didn't explain. It wasn't an explanation. Oh, it was advice, a technique. Advice, I've lived, advice, Jono. Sorry, I've I lived. Advice. I've lived, mate. I've experienced <laughs> things. I am the best at many, many things things why would I'm I want aware. to keep that to myself I want to share that new parents it, over the shoulder is okay but honestly <laughs> over the knee when they're big enough not when they're newborn when, over the knee you can rock them back and forth they will burp a whole lot better it's a oh, fact man, have good. that one for free Jono what, what's irked you oh man I think do you know what I think has irked me is us Ian, it's a great I'm film. 40, I'm 46. No, not the film, man. It's a great film, you, us. You and me. No, you and me. Our great, t- great TV program. You and me, me, me and, and you. you. Lots and lots, lots, lots for lots us to do. Me, you lots. and me. No, me no, and you. You and me. Lots and lots for us to see. I'm a human being. I'm flawed, Jono. I make mistakes. And do you know what? I only learn from my mistakes. So I'm proud of my mistakes. And thank you, brother, for pointing out my mistake in case people missed it. It's great. <laughs> Making mistakes is why great. Don't, why don't you... Just turn off your television set and get something less boring instead. Oh, you've done that. No, <laughs> you've got that completely wrong. It's oh, did I, okay, why okay. don't well, you? Why don't you? Why don't you just switch off your television set and go out and do something less boring instead? Mm. Oh, it wasn't completely wrong. It then, was, was complete. It? it was the, the words were wrong. So yeah, it was wrong. <laughs> it was wrong. Just I'm, I'm, yeah, all I'm saying is, Jono, if you're going to call me out for getting the words wrong, then no, when no, you no, then no, attempt no, to solve, no. make well, sure yeah, you get the words right. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. I'm giving hey. you this advice for free, Jono. Jono, can Thanks. I give you some tips as well? Some tips as well. Um, of course. When Ian's talking, we can't hear you, so just wait till he finishes, and then we'll hear you. Okay. Oh, oh sorry. Yes. Okay. Fine. Uh, over to Jono. Um, hey, listen. I, 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 you know, I, I'm 46. Happy birthday. Not today. Okay. But, well, thank you. Thank you very much. But, but... Oh, God, listen to You know me. what, Ian? I think it's our fault. Huh? Our generation's fault. Huh? How what? old are you? But what, what's... Well, I'm, I'm 46. What, what, what is our fault? You keep saying it's our fault. You're not... Um, what, the fact that you're oh, pissed? I'm sorry, um... Oh, sorry, I'll wait till you've finished. Uh, oh, sorry, I'm not... Explaining it enough. No, I, because you're drunk. But, um, I've had a drink. I love know. the way that people that are obviously drunk, try, like like Delia, like Jono, try and deny the fact they're drunk. I love it. What is? What have we done? The, ruined the world. Oh, hello again. Um, hello, <laughs> hello. What have we done, Jono? What's our fault, brother? Hello? You know what you were you, hi. You oh. know what you were talking about when you first started the show and the big rant you went on about blaming the Tories for this and the Labour Party for that and yes. the politicians that we've got now. Yes. And every Do you know, I think that's our generation's fault, yours and mine. Because what if you honestly believe that and you've got such honestly strong opinions on things, why haven't you stood up and actually done something about it. Or me, I'm not not just you, it's not a, a go at you, but all of us. I think during the 90s, we just spent too much time twatted 
in a field. Sounds like you're doing it in the 2019. Thinking everything was going to be okay. Right. And... But that's what you're supposed yeah, I mean, to do. That's what you're supposed to do. That's what you're supposed to do. You're allowed to do that in your 20s. That You're allowed to do that in your 20s. That's fine. I'm not... I'm, I, I think we all just grew a little bit too blasé about things, didn't we? And what we did was we let them... Yep. Run, so there's no one of our age yep. who is sound. Who is in the, because it, <laughs> Come on, mate. Of course there are. Of course no, there's there some sound who? people. There's, of course there, there are. There is no... Richard, Sorry, Richard, Bacon. Richard, ba- Richard Bacon. Richard Bacon. He sounds... not a politician, is he, man? I'm talking about... Change, politicians don't change anything, brother. Politicians don't change anything. Oh, man, you have to believe in democracy because no, it's the... What? The great... You have to No, I don't. I don't that. believe in democracy. Oh, wow. We, vo- we, vote, we vote in the red team or we vote in the blue team. What's the difference? What is Ooh. the difference? Oh, you go... Oh, the... The vote made a massive difference. But it doesn't matter, doesn't matter who no, gets no, in. No. no, that's my entire point. It's our generation who thought that, Ian. And no, now it doesn't matter who gets in. They're the same. Ourselves for the people who... There is no one like, like, who, who, who thinks soundly who is of our age in the government. I mean, you've got... Boris Johnson and people think he's a rock star. What? But, but, but Jono, Jono, Jono. Politics don't yeah. work. It doesn't work. The blue, you vote. You vote one side in. They're both. They're both exactly the same. One side's one side's full of um, uh, Islamophobia. One side is full of uh, anti-Semitism. One side. They're, they're, they're exactly the same, Jono. It swings. The needle swings one degree over this way. Then the other side get in, and it swings one degree over that way, and then the other side get back in for a bit longer, and it swings one and a half degrees over that way. Then the other side. It, it, it doesn't do anything. I've, I've disengaged that, no, with it. But no, but that's my entire point, Ian. We have disengaged with it. People like you and me, who aren't is- Islamophobic, and we're not anti-Semitic, and we realise that people need help, and we realise that people, you know, need a support network, and we realise that people need jobs, and we, you know, but... What, my politics point, isn't the solution to those things. So, no, well, politics, Ian, and we should have learnt this lesson instead of standing twice. What is the lesson? Okay, okay, so what is the oh, lesson sorry, so that I, we... Sh- so, hang on, I haven't finished my... No, but you, uh, you, you, you know, you've not made the point. What is the lesson we should have learnt? What? That po- we should have all got involved in politics? Not all of us, Ian, no, because... Well, what is the lesson? Is the- what is the lesson we should have learnt? Get to that bit. Uh, um, okay, I'll uh, skip. Okay, so the lesson that here it comes. The thing that, uh, okay, what is the on, lesson we should? No, don't patronise me that. No, but what is the lesson we should have learned? It's don't... not a lesson we should have. You learned. just it's said just... it. You just said there's a lesson we should have learned, and then you've not told me what that lesson is, and now you're saying there is no lesson. No, no, no I'm no, discussing no, no, politics no, with I'm... a drunk man. Okay. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Uh, well, well, that uh, okay. Well. <laughs> okay, I didn't mean the lesson we should have learned. What I meant I can only go by the words we... you use. I can only that, go by the words that, you use. I know I, I, that what that, I'm sorry for that. But here's the thing: we should do something about it instead of 
blaming everybody else. No, 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 incorrect, incorrect. We complain, we can... Politics doesn't work. Politics doesn't work. No, the only way to change things is through politics. Wrong. And Uh, I uh, honestly believe that it's your and my fault. No, it's not, because I'm making a change. even though we brought up... Jono, shut up, you're talking rubbish. We're not in the pub now, and I'm not your mate that's sipping a pint and going to sit there and go, yeah, man, you got it, let's go back and skin up. Politics doesn't work, right? It doesn't work. It doesn't change anything. I'm well, doing my bit. It does. I, no, uh, w- 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 where's politics, your evidence? Where's your evidence? Politics change women to have a vote. T- politics change Pol- women so they could be involved in allowed. politics, a system that is flawed. I'm Pol- doing my bit, Jono. I'm doing more than most politicians. Hey, I'm not saying that you... You, you literally did. I'm doing my bit, and I'm proving, I'm proving... Why haven't you made a difference? It's our generation, Ian. Jono, shut up. Stop stop talking in cliches. Stop saying twatted in the field. Stop spouting cliches, right? Here's the thing. You can make a huge... I will do if you shut up. You can make a huge (laughs) difference, right, in society without being... being nice to people. Without being involved in politics. Mm. You don't think... Hang on a minute. You're now trying to tell me you don't think that people that aren't involved in politics can't have an impact on their society? No, I um, I agree with you on that fact, yeah. People, of course they can. Exactly. Of course, but exactly. Yeah, but you weren't talking about society. You were I just mentioned about- society, and you went, no. Then I mentioned society a second time, you went, oh, yeah, I agree with that. Mm. What if we're not talking about society? What are we talking about? Politics. Okay, thanks very much for your call. 0344 499 1000. Answers on the back of a postcard. This is Talk Radio. It's electric. It's eclectic. It's always rule free. It's the late night alternative with that man, Ian Lee. (laughs) On Talk Radio. 0344 499 1000. Um, Just to say to uh, Phil, Phil, phone up. It's a phone in show. I've muted you on Twitter, so more of your foul mouthed stupid, backward-thinking abuse isn't going to be seen by me. So I would suggest you phone up, but you're probably too thick to know how a telephone works. This is from Dave. I'm not saying... I'm not saying... I'm not even saying... What I am saying is four, five, and six. you go no matter the bonzos no matter who you vote for the government always gets in that's it oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the uh telephone um uh <laughs> telephone number if you want to give us a call it, ooh, jim davison's d- deleted his twitter account fantastic good that's one down um you are too angry tonight it's great for listeners like me but it can't be good for you i'm fine i just got a headache i'm fine it's all it's all a bit theater i'm having the time of my life um, 0344 is the uh, telephone number. I play cricket today. 
with my boy, my nine-year-old boy. It was um, parents were allowed to go and play cricket with their kids. And you paired up with your kid and you got two overs batting and two overs bowling each. And I used to hate cricket at school. Well, I was thinking about it. I thought I was talking to my, I was talking to my boy about it. I said afterwards, I said, I never really play cricket. Did you play football? I said, no, not really, because I was not particularly good at them. The, um, the sports teachers, if you weren't good at them in the first three or four weeks, that was it. Yeah. You, 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 you were, if you're you playing cricket, then you were like way out in deep, mid, silly, whatever it's called. You're way out. Silly mid on. Yeah, so you didn't get to play. You're, you're married to a cricketer, of course. So you didn't get to play. And the same with football. If you weren't any good, then you certainly weren't going to be on the school team. And you weren't really, you, you weren't encouraged to play. No, but that was the same with girls' sports. Yeah. Like, I was, because I was an August kid, I yeah. was a year behind developmentally, and I never caught up with them. And I was never given the same sort of chances. Like, yeah. they'd start a new sport, netball. I wasn't quite as big or I wasn't quite as fast. Or, you know, and then your confidence goes and you're not yeah. interested anymore. Not inter- I, I got into athletics for a bit. I was a sprinter for a bit. I ran for the county and stuff like that. But I never played cricket and I could never... Go on. I was going to say, I won um, an athletics trial once, like go. the first time in ages. They still didn't pick me because the other no. girl I'd been up against was a better runner than me generally. Yeah. And they gave her an extra chance. There you go, you I see. mean, what does this that say to nuts. a kid? But we played cricket, and I, at school I could never bowl. I could never bowl. I couldn't do the whole run up and the, and the overarm thing, and I couldn't do it. So I was made to feel less than. Mm-hmm. And I hate that teacher because my boy, three weeks ago in the back garden, my nine-year-old taught me how to bowl, taught me how to bowl overarm, and he taught me. And I went, "This is amazing! You've taught me how to bowl." He said, "You're doing really well." And then when we got, I got there today and I said, look, I'm, I'm probably not going to bowl overarm because I'm a little bit nervous about getting it wrong and I don't want to ruin your game and I don't want to look silly. So I'm going to do underarm. And he said, well, why don't you do the first one overarm and if it's miles off, go to underarm. If it's a little bit off, why don't you take another one? And I thought, whoa. That's what I would say to him. Yeah. I'm doing well here. I was going to say, well. you're, you're raising that boy right. I'm doing well. And I went... Are you sure? Do you think? He said, I think you can do it. And so when it was our turn to bowl, I got very nervous. It was great. It was a hot day. We're all out. All the parents, all the dads are out there. You know, we've all got a bit of bellies going on. And there were a couple of sporty dads that are really into cricket. And, uh, you know, those, you know the type. And it's like, I'll let them get on with it because I'm just here for a laugh. And then it's our turn to bowl. And we, I had one practice bowl and it was all right. And he said, I think you should do it. I said, all right, do you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it. I'll do one. And I was nervous because I'm stood next to the teacher. And suddenly I was 14 again at school and there's everyone around me. And I did the first bowl and it was fine. And the, the kid at the other end hit it. It was it was straight. I did, I think I had two of my six bowls. I had two that were wide, um, but like slightly. They were slightly wide, so they got a run for it. And I had four that were really good, including, I think I had one that led to someone getting catched out. And my boy afterwards, I'm so proud of you, Daddy. I'm so proud you did it. And I said, dude, I, and I sat down. And I, this is a pivotal moment for him. I said, mate, I've got to tell you, you gave me the confidence. Normally it's me encouraging. You gave me the confidence to do that. And I want to say thank you because I would never have done that without you. And then we batted. We batted. And again, I'm nervous. And I've got a bat that's too small for me. And the first one, it's like, oh, man. Alive. And my boy was great. He was telling me when to run. Run, 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 and we'd, we'd run. And then I got, I got a couple of knocks, and then I got a really good hit. I got a really good hit, and we, I think we got a four for it. And we, me and my boy, we were the highest scoring pair 
in that game. Imagine me at cricket. We got 18 runs between us on 12 balls, in 12 balls, through 12 balls. We got 18 runs. He was thrilled. So good. He, he said, I think that's the best I've ever played at cricket. I said, boy, I said, son, it was, and his bowling was great. I was, I was wicket keeping when he was bowling. It was amazing. What a joy. It was magic. Absolute magic. And the pride on his face that I hadn't embarrassed him. That I'd done, I'd given it my best shot, and I'd, I'd, I'd actually done quite well. I didn't do the. Here's the thing: they didn't tell you at school. You haven't got to do the run up. You ha- you can do it from a standing mm-hmm. position, and they would make you run up, and the run up would always confuse me because because like, you're thinking left, right, left, right. Like with the long jump, mm-hmm. thinking I can't go over that line. I can't, oh, I've gone over the line, and so I'd always get, and I'm lanky, and I you just stand there, and you just get it. it you can get it in that general direction quite well. The best time, the best times. The point where I'm saying, maybe we could find a parent and son's cricket team and we, yeah, I'm thinking that now. Thinking maybe we could have some of that. It was great. What fun. I'm a cricketer, guys. I am a cricketer. What a lovely, lovely day. 0344. 499-1000 is the uh, telephone numbers. If you Can want to uh, give us a call, you'd be very welcome. Yes, Catherine, Can I have on. a little boast as well? Oh, no. yeah, do it. Why the hell not? My uh, seven-year-old, my little girl, my smallest, is uh, the only girl on the football team. And she's been oh, going to football oh. for the last three or four weeks. Yeah. And they play in the rain and everything, right? Yeah. And l- this week, she uh, tackled someone and got the ball and uh, kicked it to another player. Really? Hey, fantastic. Someone. Because before she was sort of, um, she was, they all kind of do that thing that little kids do and run after the ball, right? So like little, little sheep. Um, but she's starting to get the confidence to go in there for it. Because at first she was sort of saying to me, well, they're not kicking it to me. I said, well, they won't kick it to you. You've got to no, take it. You've got to get in there. And this week she did it. And I said to her, so what happened? She said, yeah, I did a tackle. And the other boy kicked me in the shin, but I had my shin pad on. Yes, she mate. Said, and I knocked it to my uh, teammate. And I went, well there done. you go, you I'm see. So proud of her. Yeah. And when I go and pick her up, and she's like soaking wet through, and she's yeah. the only little girl there, right, lined up with the rest, and they all That's do that. Brilliant. They all clap each other as they come off. I could burst with pride because that kid is brave. Yeah. Does she? Why is she the only girl doing it? You get to choose. You can join the team if you want to. It's just like after school club. Right. Oh, okay. So okay. If you're not up for it, none of her f- girlfriends no. are doing it. No. And does she she's feel funny anyway. about being not bothered? Girl? Good. Good. The way it should be. I hope she's always that kind of fearless. Yeah, yeah. Do they do the thing? They do a great thing when my boys' school play another school. At the end of it, they shake hands. They all have to shake hands, and then they go, three cheers for St Margaret School." Hip hip, hooray! Hip hip, hooray! Hip hip, hooray! And one for luck! Hip hip, hooray! Oh, <laughs> every time, every time. It's the best, man. It is the best. I wish best. sport when I was a kid would have been fun. Oh, I hate, it still fills me with the fear. Looking back on my teachers, I hate them. I hate those miserable, old-fashioned sports teachers. They, I mean, this was in the 80s. They were in the their 50s. So they were born, they were born like in the 30s. The old guy was. He was born in the 30s. No, 50, 60, 70, 80. Yeah, he was probably born early 1930s. Flipping heck! What is that? That's insane. He was like, it's like talking to an ancient Egyptian or something. It's not quite, I got a little bit confused there. but, But I hate them. I hate them because they made me hate football and cricket. And think you were no good at it. Yeah. Well, actually, and I, I had the thing with football about 
eight years ago, a, f- a friend of my ex-wife's was uh, was getting married, and I went out for some of the stag do of the the guys. I thought it'd be polite, but I didn't stick around for the drinks. I got a great get out actually from the from the drinks, and they went and played five a side football, and I really enjoyed it. My get out was one of the people, the, the bride's brother. Um, I think broke his leg. Oh, I'll take him to the hospital. Are you sure? You'll miss the rest of the. Not a problem. I'll. I'm not. Not a problem. I'll take Where was your leg when he fell over? <laughs> <laughs> but it makes such a difference, right? Yeah. Um, and they talk about why girls, why women my age don't do sport, right? And actually, I think that's changing. Certainly, by yeah. the looks of the playground in the morning, there's an awful lot of athletic wear going on. Yeah, I yeah. don't see so many of them in the gym, but maybe they're they're doing their own thing. Yeah, but it's because. The teachers, it was quite clear when we were at school, were only interested in the super sporty ones. Yeah. And actually, there was probably other kids in there that could have done all sorts, but they just didn't get the same attention. Yeah. I've had a great day. I spent an hour, I made myself stop pottering around at home today. I sorted out all my uh, bike insurance. He's, whoa! Everything you know is wrong. I t- I'm going to tell you that after the news. Everything you know is wrong. Your world is based on a lie. I'm going to tell you something that some of you will know, and some of you, 46-year-old men who've always played by the rules, will go, wait, what? No, 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 no. And then you'll go online and you'll check it, you go, flipping it. I'm going to blow your mind. Did I, did I blow your mind yeah, when I told you? Yeah, I was staggered, but I can't, I can't remember what mine is. Well, well, after the news, I'm going to blow your mind. But so I had a great day. I was, I was potting around and I had to sort out insurance stuff. And then I, I made myself stop doing that, went and sat in the hammock for an hour. Bliss, absolute bliss. And well, I, my dad won. He loves it. There you go. And then I weighed myself. I'm down to 14 stone, 8 pounds and 3 quarters. That's, That's what I'm talking about. Yes, all right. Admittedly, a lot of it is gone because I had the squits for, for a couple of weeks. But Silver lining. Brown lining. Very, very brown lining. 14, and I was, you know, a, a couple of weeks, about three weeks ago, I was 15 stone 6 not too distant, distant future, I was just under 16 stone. And this is all because not eating chocolate, not eating food on the way home, not stopping off at Mackie D's, thank you, I didn't last night. I said I went home and had a banana. And I'm only eating two meals a day. So I get up and I might have a slight, couple of slices of toast or a banana, a cup of tea, and then I'll have sort of a late lunch, about two-ish, and then we'll eat here normally about yeah. half past eight. That's, and that's the thing it. with working this shift. You don't really get breakfast because no. you're not up in time for no. it. You don't fancy it, do you? Losing, losing the weight. Losing the weight. I think also the fact at the old place we used to get takeaways a lot more. Every night. Deliveroo and Just Eats and all of that rubbish. Now we come and eat the crap they got. But anyway, I'm losing weight. And so if you're coming to see me on Sunday, um, I would just suggest... Uh, just trying, like the sirens, like that captain who, who strapped himself to the ship so yeah. he could hear the sirens and not get pulled off by them. Strap yourself to your seats, ladies and gents, because you're going to look at me and go, whip woo, whip woo. I would like some of that in my pudding. Oh, my God. 0344 This is the late night alternative every weeknight from 10 with Kath and Ian on Talk Radio. Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Well, I'm not the kind to kiss and tell, but I've been seen with up. I've never been with anything less than a nine. So fine, I've been on fire with Sally Field, gone fast with a girl named Bo. But somehow they just don't end up as mine. 
It's a death-defying life I lead I take my chances I die for a living in the movies and TV But the hardest thing I ever do Is watch my leading ladies Kiss some other guy while I'm bandaging my knee I might fall from a tall building I might roll a brand new car Cause I'm the unknown stuntman That made Redford such a star I've never spent much time in school But I taught ladies plenty It's true I hire my body out for pay Hey, hey I've gotten burned over Cheryl Teague's blown up for Rocky Welch But when I wind up in the hay, it's only hay Hey, hey, I might jump an open drawbridge or Tarzan from a vine Cause I'm the unknown stuntman that makes Eastwood look so fine Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Phil, you've deleted your tweets, buddy. Phil, who's too scared. Phil, who bandies around very bad language, very, very potty mouth. Um, deleted his tweets. Won't call in. Boring radio host. Yeah, he's listening. He's listening. You're listening, Phil. Here's the thing, Phil. I, I know boring radio hosts. I work with some of them, but I know them. And, and here's the thing. After about five, ten minutes, if I'm bored. I switch off. <laughs> it really is that simple. If, if I last that long. Might if have, I last that long, he, Philly. He might have a tricky radio with more than one button. Or maybe his mum his mum wants to keep it tuned to talk radio and he can't, he's not allowed to turn it over. Anyway, he's deleted his tweets and he's too afraid to call in. Uh, that's a real shame. That's a real shame, Phil. That's a real shame. We would love to have chatted to you, mate, but... <laughs> Fast forward to a court case and the uh, prosecution saying, so did you goad? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Listen, he's too scared to phone in, I get it. Or maybe he's not allowed to use the phone, I don't know. 0344, the longer that went on, the longer it... Do you feel good? No, it felt awful. Oh. Felt didn't feel it didn't sound anything. I thought, what is this noise that's coming out of me? I don't understand. This, this isn't chicken. It, Imagine how they must feel. Yeah. That's the noise they make. Insulting. Insulting. Must feel very insulting. Good evening, Dredge. I'm going down to Cowtown, cows are friends to me. Live beneath the ocean, that's where I will be. Beneath the waves, the waves, and that's where I will be. I'm going to see the cow beneath the sea. Uh, yeah, hello. Good evening, thank you. That's a lovely song. Who is that by, please? That's the They Might Be Giants off the Lincoln album. Oh, of course it is, Flip. It's not an album I'm, I know that well, but it's a great record. They're great guys, great guys. Do you remember when um, John from They Might Be Giants, Catherine? Yes. They're both called John, that's the joke. Said he wanted to be part of this show. Yes. Remember that? He's still got his phone number. Yeah. He emailed me saying, hey, I'd love to be part of the show more often. And we got in touch with him and he never followed us up. Well, I mean... <laughs> that's weird, isn't it? 
Anyway, Dredge, hang on a minute, Dredge, we're just gonna we're just gonna take a call straight to air. This could be um I don't know how what how this works. Hello, line two, you're on the air. Oh, they bottled it. That was a strange so when it's a withheld number Sam, come on the old uh, microphone, please. When it's a withheld number, we've got a new phone system here, Dredge. When it's a withheld oh, no, you, number, you, you can't do you can't do conference calls either. Can can't you? do conference calls. It says we can, but we can't. When it's a withheld number, Sam, we don't. The information it says about who it is and the number and stuff that or, or, or where they're from that's inaccurate. Yeah, it's whatever the last person to insert that information Sorry? onto a um, withheld number, it just sticks with that. Okay, so obviously right. that one. The last time someone from Whitfield number phoned in, it had just because that one said "don't put to air" because it's offensive, but that probably wasn't actually correlating with no. that call. That was, no. that was someone typed it in. Yeah. Flip it! What a system! Twenty-five million pounds, and you didn't believe that you could be heard through the glass. No, well, I I, I believe that you could hear me, but I didn't think it would be loud enough to be picked up on Mate, the mic. That's quite a cackle you got <laughs> there, son. If we can hear you, these. Things, these are microphones. They pick <laughs> yeah. up the sounds. I got that, but you can say something like quietly near a microphone, and it won't get picked up. That. <laughs> what? Sorry. You can say something quietly near a microphone, near, like nearish. No, you can't. Is that is that, is that correct or is that incorrect? It's let's, incorrect. Let's find That's out. Okay, find you, out. Right, you say something quietly, Dredge. It's incorrect. Okay, oh. that's incorrect. So you're out, Sam. You're out in your ear. Um, all right, uh, Dredgington, Lord Dredgington, Lord, uh, Lord... Good evening, good evening, good afternoon, good morning. There yes. we go, you see, welcome, welcome, welcome. What can we welcome. do for you on this wonderful, wonderful Christmas Nacht? <laughs> so, yeah, the link between Kelsey Grammer and Eddie Large is... Uh, Kelsey's father-in-law lives in Portishead and so does Thank Eddie you. Large. Two, two, weeks, two weeks late... Um, yep. To the ball, but we are. What's, we have. What's the prize, though? What What is the prize? Um, the pri you don't win a prize because you were sitting next to me. Oh yeah. And you okay. set the quiz. Oh right, doesn't work like that then. No, it doesn't. It used to work in the old days like that. Oh god. But yeah. it doesn't work like that anymore. So yeah, I got got to ask you some advice. Yeah. So you is know, it, is it of a sensitive nature? <laughs> it's not sexual. Don't worry. Oh, okay. When, because uh, you will, right? When, um... <laughs> I want to make love to you. Okay. Dredge, yep. I want to kiss you and do lots of rude things to you. Do you know what I want to do? Seriously. Yeah. I want to have a rifle through Dredge's satchel. Oh. Yeah. I've always yeah. been intrigued but by that. Kath wants to watch me make love to you. She wants to sit there on the sofa while I do you on the floor. Uh, no, yeah. I don't. I just want to have a look through your bag. That's a euphemism <laughs> for your bomb. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Drake doesn't like it. Rightfully so. He doesn't like it when we get lavatorial. He, he, he told me this. And, 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 so we? Gonna, it's always it's just him. you. It's this guy. Yeah. But he, right, rightfully so. He thinks don't we're put this, don't, don't put this on a video. No, don't put this on a video. He thinks we're better than this. So what are we going to do, Drake? Oh, gonna, he, he thinks we're what? He thinks we're better than this. <laughs> Right, no, he's right, though. All right, so we're going to start again. Just in case we use any of this in a video, we're going to start again, okay? Mm. So, uh... That felt weird, man. After, like, a few minutes, it didn't feel like a chicken noise, but imagine what it feels like to be a chicken. Very insulting, their accent there. Let's go to... Ah! Dredge is on the line. Good evening, Dredge. Oh, hello there. So, yeah, um... I'd like to ask you some advice. Oh, welcome to the show. It's We're great at giving advice that is always above the waist and family-friendly. 
So, you know, just before, you, you go on stage, you fair amount. So, how do you deal with nerves? That is what I want to ask you. Uh, it depends what it is. I don't really get nervous anymore, which is a shame. Ooh. Yeah, which is a shame. And I never thought I'd say that. I got nervous. I get nervous when it's something new that I haven't done before. So, the Kelsey Grammer thing, I got a bit nervous. This is interesting, though. Years ago, when I used to do stand-up, it would... It would, and when I was doing my live tour, Catherine, mm-hmm. which was four or five years ago, for the first few dates, Dredge, I would be nervous for three days in advance. Blimey, by, yeah. by the end of the run, I was just nervous for the day. From the moment I woke up until I did it, I was nervous for the day. Rabbit hole, don't really get nervous because I've got my best mate there and we kind of know what we're doing. Kelsey Grammer, I was a bit. How, were you, how, did, how was I before Kelsey Grammer, Kath? You were um, there. You were all right. I was all right, wasn't yeah, I? Yeah, you were all right. I think there was a little bit of... Uh, there was a, maybe a tiny bit of... I wouldn't say nervousness. I would say uh, you were you kind of going through in your head the possibilities, but I don't think it was nervousness. It was a, you wanted to be prepared. It was a fear of the unknown because yeah. I hadn't done that before, so I was anxious around that. But I'd done my homework, so I knew I could do it. Uh, TV shows, I don't get nervous at all anymore. Radio, I don't get nervous at all anymore. If I were to be going and doing like a solo stand-up, 20 minutes stand-up in inverted commas because I don't really do stand-up, I think I'd feel a little bit anxious. I don't know, Dredge. It's kind of gone. That's brilliant. That's really amazing, And the, yeah. the way I got rid of it was um, every uh, night before the show... I prayed to the Lord baby Jesus for five hours whilst hitting myself with a thorn bush. Okay, just noting that down a thorn bush, was it? A thorn bush. Well, or anything pointy, really. It depends where you are in the country, of course. Yeah. Because, I mean, I've got this stupid stand-up thing. I've never done solo stand-up before. And it's like... I'm thinking, well, if you get really nervous, you know, you're meant to look relaxed, don't you? Because yeah. an audience can tell if you're nervous, so that's no blooming good. Can so I, I make a suggestion? Don't do it. No, 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 not that. <laughs> We've seen your act, yeah, don't you, do it. Here's Thank the thing, you've got, you. You got to pretend to be someone who's good at this stuff. That's a good, that's a cool. Because you can do voices, right? And you can do acting yeah, and stuff. That was me doing an impression of Dredge doing an impression. Be that guy. That was that was good, actually. It wasn't yeah. bad, was it, mate? It wasn't bad. That's good advice. Can I, do an impression, can I do an impression of you doing an impression of me doing an impression of you? Please do. No, I can't, actually. Okay, well, that, that, well don't open with that. Um, no. when, is, when is your first gig? Uh, when is it? It's next week. But it's just the thing, I don't want to be nervous when it go on, because that will make you no. forget things. No, 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 no. Here's the, thing. Here's the thing, you have to go through it. If you're nervous, you, you just have to go, that's the process that you have to be. It will, whatever yeah. you feel. You, here's the thing, with nerves, you can't... You know, some people like, we'll, we'll take some drugs or have a drink. I, I think that's a terrible idea. Some people will meditate. But you know what? The nerves are part of it, and you kind of have to go through it. It's taken... Years and you know, I was doing stand up 25 years ago, and it's taken years and years and years of doing stuff for the nerves to not be such an important factor for me anymore. But that's kind of what you have to go through. Yeah, I mean, I'm thinking it's like playing an instrument or something, you can't be good at it straight away. You have to go all through that stuff, and then you get good at it, I presume. Unless you're like one of those Chinese tiger babies who come out of the womb and they're, they're playing cello. Well, exactly. That could be um, the thing. Um, uh, may I ask what well, venue you're playing at? Just in case I know it. 
I can't remember. It's some pub somewhere in Ealing. Okay. So if you're in Ealing, go to a pub. Okay, and, but, and John um, will be there. I'll be there trying to be uh, trying to be not nervous. Okay. Um, but yeah, that's very good. That's very useful. I like that. Try and be somebody else. I like that. Okay. Give us. Um, is that what you do? Is that what you you do, Cass? Because you, you you haven't done that much live stuff. Is no, that right? but uh, it's not. It's. I mean, it's not that dissimilar to what we do here. So when I'm doing something within, and I don't feel nervous at all because I know that we've got we can catch each other, and, and we generally, as Ian said, we kind of know how to do that. If I was doing something on my own, yeah. Do you know what? If someone someone asks you to do something it's because they believe you can do it so be that be that person yeah i Every, like that a lot of other people are doing that you know that's good advice that's very good very good dredge Thank let you. us know how it goes please all right then sir thank you very much indeed oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand let's go to david good evening david hello ian is that you hello no it's not <laughs> how are you doing my man huge fan Okay, are you on speakerphone? No, no. Okay. Um, I've just got one question for you. Oh, David, you, really? Okay. Have you stolen any potter recently? Oh God! I mean, this is this is this, these are this is one of you know, this is either an excellent actor or one of the idiots. Which is it, David? Are you an excellent actor or one of the idiots? Neither. Okay, so you're one of the idiots. Okay. I'm a huge fan of you. Name, name, name three things I've done. Uh, steel potter, steel potter. There we go. Steel potter. <laughs> David, David, go and, go and have a word with Limmy. He's put the phone down. Call him back. Call him back. Call him back. Call him back. Let's get him back once. He won't come back because he's, he's a coward. He's just embarrassed himself. He doesn't David, even know you've it. embarrassed yourself terribly. Here's the thing, thick fans. You know me and Limmy, not friends. I don't want to say the word friends, but you know we were DMing each other the whole way through that giggling until the point I went, do you know what, some of your fans are so thick, they think this is real. Can we just, do you mind if we kind of put a pause on but it? But generally they all, well, most of them got it. Yeah. The day yeah. he announced it was a oh, joke. Oh, he's not answering. Oh, David, David, mate. <laughs> Here's the thing. The second you started speaking, big fan, me and Kath looked at each other and raised our eyebrows. After you. asking whether it was you first. Yeah, yeah, it was like, ah, here we go. Unlucky, David. Good try. I'm going to give you three out of ten um, but the next time I was, first of all, and also saying you've stolen patter, that's stealing a line. But it was a good effort, buddy. Well done. Now go, go to bed. Go to bed. You've had enough to drink. A lot of angry, thick, drunk people, uh, uh, tonight. David there, Philip online, who's had his account locked. I've just read. Thank you, Twitter, for acting so quickly. Um, 0344. Four nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. This is the late night alternative only on Talk Radio. Across the UK, online and on DAB. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. So let me blow your mind as I said over twenty minutes ago. Right. So. I had uh, bike insurance, motorbike insurance, my scooter. Now I've passed my license, and I got uh, a letter from them saying, "Well, I got a letter saying." Uh, we tried to email you, but the email didn't go, go through. You need to renew your insurance. And I changed my email address. So I phoned them up yesterday and said, I, I've changed my address and um, I need to tell you know that I passed my license a while ago. And so they're going through that. I'm looking at the letter and it says, your, license, your, your insurance is up for renewal, but we will not be renewing your insurance. I hadn't read that bit. So I said, I said oh, it says here you're not going to renew my insurance. What's that all about? He said, oh, well, let me have a look. He said, ah, right. 
you've got four claims in the last five years. I went, yeah, but not on my motorbike, on my car. He said, yeah, you've got four claims. And I went, well, what are they? And one was some idiot who I literally, just little, just did that into the back of his car. No damage done whatsoever. No, it was literally that. No damage He's done. He's the one that went nuts, wasn't he? And he went nuts, mm -hmm. was threatening me, was came out. And I came out of the car to say, I'm really sorry. And he went, you effing C, idiot. What the effing... Whoa! Not one bit of damage done, right? And we both agreed there was no damage, and we left it at that. You took a picture, didn't you? I took a picture of no damage, right? And then I find out six months later, he's put a claim in, and my insurance company hadn't told me about this claim. Anyway, so he put a claim in. One was for an accident in 2015, one was for an accident in 2016. I've been unlucky. And the fourth one was for the car crash in 2019, in February. That was not my fault at all. I said, right, okay, well, there's, there's three of those are my fault. One, two of those you had on record already. One extra one. That fourth one isn't my fault. Ah, uh, yeah, but it, it's an accident. So we got four accidents, so we will not be renewed. I said, mate, you're telling me, I got quite, the accident I was in, where though I saw horrific things, because of that, you're not going to insure me. Well, we've got four, ac I went, I'll get lost. I said, put the phone down. Mm -hmm. right? So then I was thinking, oh, man, alive. I've got to find, I've got to find insurance. So I went, to an insur a motorbike specialist insurance broker and I typed in all my details I typed in all the accidents all the costs for the accidents third and it's, it's, it's an old bike got it two years ago for 900 quid it's probably worth 700 quid now tops probably 600 quid tops put that in I thought well I'm only going to put it in third party because third party means if I got this right if I go into someone else's if I hit someone's car and cause damage the damage to their car gets paid for. Any damage I incur, I have to pay for. That's third party, right? So there's third party, third party fire and theft, and there's fully comp, right? So I, I went for the third party, and it loads came out. And it's, it's quite cheap. It's 220 quid, I think. 230 quid, I think it was, the cheapest one. And then it goes up. And I, I thought, uh, that's, that's all right. That's fair. I think, I think that's not much more than what it was before. I thought, I'll pay that. Maybe 20 quid more. And then you've got the buttons there for third party, third party fair and fair, fully comp. I thought, well, let's let's give ourselves a laugh. Because you, you scroll down to the bottom of third party, it was going up to like 1,200 quid. What? Into. I thought, well, let's give myself a laugh. Let's have a look at fully comp. So 2.30, third party. Clicked on fully comp. 170. What? So I went back, third party, 2.30. Fully comp, 170. From the insurance company that had refused to reinsure me right? and all the details are in and i'm thinking i've misunderstood what fully comp and third party are let me google them so i'm googling stuff that i've known for 30 years that means it fully comp. And this is cheaper so i've gone i've gone fully comp because it's cheaper i didn't go with the company that turned me down before i went with another company and paid an extra 10 pounds oh stuff you so i've got it 180 which is cheaper than I had last time, right? Think, I've always been brought up to believe fully comp was, was significantly more expensive than third party. But then I did a little bit of digging around. And do you know why it is that? Because, Pete, go on. Is it something to do with people that go third party have got an expectation that they're going to be in an accident or yes, something? Yes, yes. People were getting third party because it was cheaper. And then... Just like crashing their car and not really caring about it. They buy like crappy cars and crash them. And would so and so I don't know when it happened. 
And I wish someone had told me, but they've put, they've, they've swapped it around now because of that. That's insane. That is insane. So now I've got, despite the fact I've had an extra two crashes, I was offered from the company that refused to renew me, I've been offered an insurance policy that was 30 quid, maybe 40 quid cheaper than the insurance policy I had with them before because it was going from third party to fully comp. It's insane. Didn't go with them because they were arseholes. I've gone with another company and paid £10 extra on top of that. What is the... That is nuts. Check when your insurance comes up for renewal. What I think your... it's just done. Have you just done it? Is it yeah. fully comp or third party? I think it was always fully comp. Really? Yeah. Because I always went for the bike. A car I have fully comp. Did you did you get your insur did you ring up to get your insurance or did you do it over the um internet? No, with with the first time around I had to ring up over remember I couldn't get anyone to insure me because yeah. of my job. Mm. If you're a broadcaster, they think you're gonna be giving Paul McCartney backies. So um you've got a you, gave you, me a backy. Yeah, yeah. But um I gave her a backy after I changed my insurance policy, obvs. Obvs. And um, so I couldn't get anyone to insure me. And then this co- this insurance company said, oh, they were all very friendly. Yeah, we'll do it, Mr. Lee. Come in. Uh, yeah, we can sort that out. I'll give you a little cheeky little discount because you're big fans of yours. All of that stuff. And now, yeah. nothing. What world are we live in? Catherine? Yes? It's not your kid that... How old is your eldest? She's uh, coming up 11. She's not the bumlick that wrote to Nigel Farage, is she? I'm just asking. She thinks he's a knob. Okay. Well, she, that's because the schools are brainwashing them. That's what the kid wrote. The schools are... I am a Brexiteer. The schools are brainwashing me into... You can just hear the locked, loaded pistol being pointed at his head. I thought that might have been your little girl. No. <laughs> Excuse me. I do apologise for that. A little bit windy pops. You, what am I going to do? I'm going to swallow it in and get um, cancer? No, oh, no, I'm going to let it out. It's well, it's proven. either top or tail, and it's I prefer proven. it was top, to be it's honest. It's proven. It's proven. Keep, no, if you, um, this is this is even a fact. This, I'm not even making a joke of this. I wouldn't joke about this. If you don't um, let wind out when it formulate firm, uh, per, uh, ferments, you can actually get cancer of the uh, esophagus or of the bum hole. Oh, so you have just got to. And Sam is wincing there because I know he likes to hold it in. Let rip, buddy. Let rip. Your esophagus or your bum hole will go. I read something in the Lancet about that, and I've memorised it. Yeah. Wherever you be, let the wind blow free. Yep. In church or chapel, let it rattle. There you go. You see, and that was written by um, Shakespeare, uh, who's one of my favourite, favourite writers of all time. And he really did speak. Sorry? You think I don't like Shakespeare? You think I don't understand Shakespeare? Forsooth, quiet, what light through yonder window breaks. Tis the morning from the east, the sunneth rising. My love is strong and hard. And by hard, he meant, hard, he meant an erection. My love is strong and hard, for the wife of Bath doth, doth runneth over. Um, thank you. you. You can applaud. You can applaud, Catherine. That's, that's equivalent of you falling off your chair. One nil to me. You can applaud. I like Shakespeare. I'm a cultured guy. Oh, you grew up in Slough. Your parents are black. You don't like uh, Shakespeare. Those things do not prevent me from liking Shakespeare. Not black. Why? I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I, there's a mistake I make quite a lot. You don't see colour, do you? Um, no, of course I don't. But, um, oh, did you read this? Listen to this, listen to this. This is, this is a heavy story, guys. This is a heavy story. Um, no parent ever forgets that first proud procession from the car to the family home. Ali Sanders remembers every tiny detail of the day she brought her twins home. The baby seats took up the whole of the back seat, she says. 
She watched as her husband, Michael, already head over heels in love, clumsily fussed over the straps. God, you may have to strap in chairs and, oh, yeah, yeah. and buckles like the excited novice dad he was. Then inside the house came the other big family milestone, meeting the over-the-moon new grandparents. I remember Michael's dad meeting them, says Ali, 35. He said, here's granddad. He was so happy. Everyone was. My parents were thrilled too. Of course they were. This was the fairy tale ending to Ali and Michael's struggle to start a family. Be with you in a second, Craig. They told told they were infertile early in their marriage with issues on both sides. Uh, the couple from Staffordshire threw all their efforts into the adoption process. Good for them. Just after Christmas in 2014, their prayers were answered. They were approved to adopt adorable eight-month-old identical twin boys who even looked like Michael, which is a little bit suspicious. <laughs> They were chunky and squidgy with huge brown eyes, says Michael Alan. should be offended. Is he chunky and squidgy? <laughs> Absolutely gorgeous. The couple spent the next six weeks gradually getting to know their babies, mm -hmm. visiting them at the foster home where they'd been placed, decorating their nursery and preparing for the big take-home day. There's lots of this in inverted commas, so I'm not quite sure. I, I'll do it for now. So the couple spent the next six weeks gradually getting to know their babies. <laughs> Visiting them at the foster home where they had been placed, decorating their nursery and preparing for the big take-home day. Life could not have been more perfect, in theory. Only something was wrong with Ali. She wasn't getting it, she says. Instead of bathing in a maternal glow of excitement, Ali, a school librarian, I put that one in there myself, but she's a school librarian, felt numb and flat. It felt like I was playing, that it just wasn't real, she says. What made it worse was that Michael bonded with the babies immediately. He already felt like Daddy. She would watch him changing nappies and cooing during visits, but she felt absolutely nothing. Nothing at all! She remembers taking the boys to the park for the first time in the beautiful new double buggy she had obsessed over for months. Scroll down a bit there. It sounds daft now, but so much effort had gone into getting the perfect buggy. It was an eye candy double and cost more than £1,000. But even when I was sitting with my beautiful buggy, which cost over £1,000, containing these gorgeous babies, I just wanted the process to stop. Stop? Did she go buggy first, then babies? I don't have the exact timeline. No, I'm just saying. Did she say, I was sitting with my buggy? Oh, and there were some babies in there? <laughs> yes. Flipping it, man. Motherhood often feels overwhelming and adoptive parents are not spared the waves of panic. There is even a, a condition called post-adoptive post depression. Mm -hmm. But this was something else. My overriding memory is of sitting there... I'd love to get your... I can't wait to get to the end because I want to know what your thoughts are. He's bonded. The dad is bonded. Uh -huh. My overriding memory is of sitting there praying that the twins wouldn't wake up because when they did, I'd have to go back to, be, to pretending to be a mother again, Ali recalls. Seeing her obvious misery and panic, her husband begged her to go to the doctor only a day after they brought the twins home. He knew something was wrong. She had felt out of sorts for weeks. The GP asked for a urine sample, left the room and returned with astonishing news. Ali was pregnant. She was dumbstruck. I said, I just can't be. And he asked, why? I said, because we are infertile on both sides, and we've just adopted baby twins. See? 
Legally, of course, they hadn't. <gasps> the adopt You know where this is going now. They kept the receipt. <laughs> They'd kept the receipt. The adoption process takes months to finalise through the courts. This is terrible. They've kept the receipt, This Karen. is terrible. But as far as everyone involved was concerned, they were already <laughs> mum and dad. No, no. The couple drove home in stunned silence. Then Ali sent her husband out to buy another pregnancy test. I thought you were going to say a pram. The most no. expensive one he could find. She's only going to need one pram. Shocked, Ali and Michael called their social workers. Mm. And that was that. By the end of the day, the adoption process was off. I told the social worker I, I didn't think we'd be able to keep the twins, says Ali, tearfully. We kept the buggy. The babies went back to their foster parents that very evening. It was the last time I saw them. I cried and cried. I hadn't expressed any emotion till then, but when they were taken from my arms for the last time, something inside me broke. I don't think it will ever be fixed again. I don't think the guilt will ever go. I let those babies down. Um, uh... How, some will never be able to fathom how a woman so far into the adoption process could backtrack. They will think how evil Ali concedes. Others, though, will sympathise with a woman who, in impossible circumstances, uh, I wouldn't say impossible, made a terribly difficult decision that she considered best for everyone. For there, is everyone. A, there is a third way, which yeah? is what's going through my mind. Yeah. Those babies had a lucky escape. Y yeah, you reckon? If they're always going to be second best, if that's the way she was going to feel best that they that happens before they know anything about it now with the benefit of hindsight ali thinks that from the moment she was pregnant the adoption was doomed because her body simply refused to allow her to bond with babies that were not genetically hers i think it was a physical thing the way i couldn't connect with the twins was completely out of character i'd always been really maternal and desperately wanted those babies i think it was my body saying concentrate on your baby <gasps> i put my biological baby first and will have to live with that for the rest of my life. Four years on, and that baby is now a three-year-old whirlwind called Jacob, and Ali is expecting again. Another pregnancy that has defied the odds. Her baby girl is due in October. Look out, Jacob, you could be getting sent back. When the, when the little girl comes, I don't think we can have this one now. Big uh, question, though. What happened to that double buggy? Because that's a waste. Uh... Ali has written a book about her difficult journey to oh, motherhood. no, don't do that. One that took her... Okay, right, it goes quite dark there. Um, uh, there we go, there we go. It goes on about, I don't worry about sperm and ovulation. Um, oh, they did a lot about the twins. They they were put into care for reasons she can't share. They'd been born prematurely. Um, I mean, that is, goes on, God, it goes on for ages. Those poor babies. Those poor, poor babies. But better that they're with parents that parents that want them. But God, really. Oh, listen to this. Now she says, every time she sees twins of that age, she wonders, could that be them? Her greatest wish is that one day the boys will come knocking on her door. She has drafted a letter which the adoption adoption agency says can be put in their file. Oh. What does it say? That it wasn't their fault, that they did nothing wrong, and that I'm sorry we let... No, 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 no. They don't no. need to know any no, of this. That's for you. Yeah. That's for you, that letter. That's not for them. Imagine you get that when, I don't know, 15 or 18, whenever the, the, you, you have to... Can we look at our file? Yeah, sure. What? Hang on. We, we were adopted twice. Well, yeah, kind of, but they kept the receipt. It, it's complicated. 
Um, that is going to be awful that's on terrible. them. Whatever age they get that, that's going to be... We were rejected well, by our birth mum and, and then another? Exactly, right? That letter's for her. Assuming they have a brilliant upbringing and their parents make them feel adored and wanted yep. and they're open about the reasons why they're not their biological children, all that stuff, right? Yep. And they're really, really well adjusted. Why do they need to know that? No, they don't. It was what, was brief... it one week out of their lives? That's like um, a one-night stand sending you a letter 18 years later saying, oh, we should have got married. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, that's, um, it's, it's really interesting because, you know, obviously she, they, she didn't want them. She made the right decision. You also, know, but... hormones. Horm yeah, There's yeah. such an awful lot yeah. that you, in retrospect, look back and go, God, I found myself crying at a Celine Dion concert on uh, Sky once <laughs> when I was pregnant. Uh, uh, things that... She is shit. No, she was, it was beautiful. No, joking, it was so I'm beautiful. Joking, joking. Also, my make makeup smelt of cheese. Uh, so there were weird things going on when I was pregnant. Yeah. But that, that... The dad had bonded with them. <laughs> also, there's no mention of his feelings in any of that, is there? It goes a bit further down there. She talks more about the buggy. It's over a thousand pounds. It's an eye candy. Let's go to... It's an incredible story, that, isn't it? It's, I, I don't want to be too harsh on her, because no, it's no, got to no, be more no, to no. it than that. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And, absolutely and, right. and what, a, what a situation. What a situation. But I don't think those babies need to know. No, of course they don't. Uh, of course they don't. Oh, 0344 499 1000. Good evening, Craig. Good oh, evening, Ian. Catherine just farted. I didn't. I picked up my headphones. <laughs> Did you hear it, Sam? Yeah, yeah. Shut up, I yeah. ate you. I oh, ate working I ate, you said bew instead of you. What's wrong with you? Farted, then you said bew instead of you. What's wrong with you? What's wrong with bew? <laughs> Leave bew alone. <laughs> I love bew. Shut uh, up! Hey bew, calm down. Happy birthday to bew. Craig! Hello. Hello. Yeah, okay, here we go. We heard you, Sam. We heard you. We heard you. Yes, sorry, Craig. I'm going to shut up. I'm going to look forward to hearing what you've got to say to us tonight. Away you go, sir. Now. Yeah, well, I'm the missed opportunities correspondent from oh, yesterday. Oh, yes. We, we are taking... If people want to call in and become a correspondent, we are taking... Have you got any missed opportunity news? Yeah. Oh, oh hang, on I think you've, hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. I've got to play... I've got to play... Now it's time for Missed Opportunity News with our Missed Opportunity News correspondent. Craig. Yes. Well, this is just to say, Ian, you've, you've missed your opportunity to be, to be on trend. Dan TDM no longer has blue hair. What? I know, no, it's gone. It's gone. <laughs> what? Yeah, it's gone. So you're going to have to have a rethink. Otherwise, well, you'll have to check with your boys that you're not going to be... Um, um. Can I, let yeah. you, can I let you into a secret? Yeah. I know he hasn't got b b blue hair anymore. He's going without the dye for a little while because it's damaging his hair quite a lot. So I know all of the... Uh, genuinely, I know this. So he stopped dyeing his hair for a bit um, just to get, get, get a bit of his natural vibrancy back. Vibrancy, yeah. I said. Um, but we're still going to go... What did you say? Vibrancy. As in fibre and unsy. Vibrancy, and it, he. But we're gonna. We're still gonna do the blue hair, Craig, as a tribute to Dan when he was at his best, when he had blue yeah. hair. Because right, I was gonna say he does have two pugs, doesn't he? So I was wondering if the boys would maybe want to wear like two masks, you know, and go, as, you know, you with the blue hair oh. and the two, you know, because I. Yeah, the pugs. Well, we have to dress up in blue clothes because we're in the blue team. Are you coming, Craig? Do you want to come and see Dan TDM with us? I would love to have come, but. Money is very tight. Tell me about it. This guy, <laughs> this guy is a YouTuber. He's he's playing five arena dates 
where he just, uh, as far as I can tell, he's just going to play video games on a stage at Wembley Arena for, for, for two hours. I think that's it. And I've, I've spent 160 quid on three tickets. The man? I was going to say, I was going to say the tickets, uh, I looked and it was coming over 200 pound, I think, yeah. on top of petrol, on top, so yes. I just can't do it, and I can't do it at the moment. It's ridiculous. The man is a player, yeah, in totally. all senses of the word there. Totally. Yeah, I've got an eight and a nine year old and they would love to go, but we just can't do it, so oh. we're, just gonna have to wait and see, but um, yeah, just so I just thought I'd let you know that. Craig, thank but, you, thank you very much indeed. I appreciate that. Do the jingle. Yeah, I'm, go I'm going to. I know. I know how this works. That was your missed opportunities correspondent update with Craig. <laughs> thank you, Craig. It's okay. Bye bye. Bye bye. Get the thing here. Got a little thing going. Oh man, um, the switchboard's empty. If you want to give us a call, I'm having fun tonight. Uh, why do you? Hey, come and join the fun, guys. Come and join the fun. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, I'm, uh, I'm just reading our tweets coming into the station. Are all in support of that guy that uh, that MP that assaulted that young woman? Incredible, incredible time. But that's the stance in. that all the shows have been taking. Incredible, that, incredible. This is the world we live in. Oh, it's depressing. This is Talk Radio. Stimulating nightly emissions guaranteed to open your eyes and your mind. Oh, my word. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Also something uh, where there may be some concern. You get a 12,000 majority. 12,000! <laughs> it's frozen. Don't freeze. 12,000 majority. 12,000! And we're never going to hear the rest of it. I know who that lad is now. I know who that lad is. I'm not going to say his name because he's 16. Uh, but I know who that lad is. And I've spoken to two different people um, who both gave me the same name, uh, who both know him in different ways. Um, it, it's a little bit tricky to get to him. That's the problem. But I'm not giving up hope. So um, uh, if anyone knows him well enough to... Uh, what is it going to Will it play... Uh, why won't it play? Isn't that frustrating? Wanna... It's now down to 5,000. 5, Some people think it won't happen again. It won't happen again! Thanks very much, Tim. Lots of people... There we go, you see. Um, if anyone knows him well enough to know his phone number, I don't want you to give me his phone number, but I'd love it if you could send him a little text or give him a little call. And say we would love to speak to say him. Say we want him on. He's not in trouble. We don't want to, you know, uh, I would just love to get him on and just, just pat him on the back metaphorically and say, well done, man. Well done. Uh, and thank you to everybody who's, who's reached out and, and has, has kind of given me a couple of, has given me his name. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, I really appreciate it. 0344 499 Ollie, we'll come to you in a minute. Catherine, have you brought anything to yeah. the party tonight? Yeah, you know what I brought to the party last night was a whole lot of filth. Uh, yeah, can we... Let's not do that, please. Well... No filth. Well, a groom was left red-faced while being searched at the airport security after discovering his bride-to-be had packed some embarrassing items in his luggage for his stag do. Uh, the Ibiza-bound stag was asked to step aside and open his bag after scanners at London Luton Airport security detected it contained liquid. Ooh... On opening the bag, the man looks horrified to find his future wife has packed some added extras, including a gimp mask and a sex toy, all strapped to a water bottle to ensure discovery. Wow. Wow. So is she like his dominatrix and she, this is part of the humiliation thing? Uh, wow. Explaining himself to the security guard, he says, oh, what the F, I'm on my stag do. 
His friends begin to laugh hysterically as the prank victim pieces together how exactly the strange objects ended up in his bag. Yeah. The man turns to his stag party to ask, how did you get that in my bag, before realising his wife has attached a note to the gift. Uh-oh. It begins to read the note, to my darling, Oish. before turning bright red. A close friend shared the video with the caption, Going to a Ibiza at Luton Airport, found with a gimp mask and a double-ended strap-on tied to the water. Double-ended what, sorry? Strap-on. Strap-on, okay. okay. Tied to a water bottle that wife to so, be... So, uh, Ollie, I'm sorry you're coming on after this. I'll try and clear the air a bit before you come on. Is that okay, mate? <laughs> yeah. Okay, I think Ollie's tied, enjoying it. Tied to a water bottle that the wife-to-be packed for you. Pure embarrassment. Onlookers keen to get through security looked unimpressed by the bride's stunt. The, the bride's... Stunt. Okay. And that's the end of the story. I'm going to blow your mind. What does smorgasbord mean? Um, isn't it, isn't it essentially like an all-you-can-eat thing? Yeah, what, is, so what, is it, what, what, so what does it mean? What does smorgasbord mean? Chomp on this. Means, well, let's just see if Ollie knows. Ollie, do you know what smorgasbord means? It's a plethora of gorgeous-tasting meal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. A plethora? Incorrect. What does it, what does it mean? What does it mean? What, it's... Uh, I don't, I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't know. A tasty board. It means bread and butter table. Okay, right, that's for I'm just here to educate you. Schmorgersboard means bread and butter table. Thank you, guys. And it's become, it's now evolved into to a meaning a, a lot of different foods. But it, it actually means... It actually means... Just bread and butter. Bread and butter table. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's pathetic. Yeah, yeah it is. Yeah, I hate yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, never yeah. going to use it again. Sweden's a really boring country, actually. I've, I, I've said nice things about it because I've been there. It's boring. Don't they do good crime there? Um, no, they don't. They had one good crime. The girl it's was... very the, boring. It's, it was, it was, back at, it's kind of dark grading and it's dull. Yes, exactly. No, not the, no crime. Not porn. Ah, sorry. Okay. Ollie, you're a strange old fish. What can we do for you this evening? Uh, I'd like to be a correspondent, please. Let me go and get oh. my correspondent book, which is over here. Hang on a second. Hang on a second. What's this? What's this? Okay, these are... Oh, hang on a second. Hang on, hang on a second. Here we go, here we go. Now, somebody applies to be a brand new correspondent. Tonight, it's... Ollie. Ollie, these are the correspondent um, places that have gone already. Let's have a little look. Lighthouses, Nelly. Solo Holidays, Sophie. Psychic Cars, Adam. Missed Opportunities, Craig. Lies About Mars, Ollie. It's not you, it's another Ollie. Oh. Twitter, Danny. What would you like to be, Ollie. I'd like to be the Are You Being Served correspondent. Flipping heck, man. This is fantastic. I was thinking today we haven't got an Are You Being Served uh, correspondent. Okay, can you... What? Why? Why? Well, it's a unique take on it, which is that I've never seen an episode of it. Okay. And so I thought that maybe I could start watching it and then oh. uh, add a oh. fresh take on oh. Are You Being Served. Yes. Oh, yes. Years down the line. Yes. Uh, yeah, we want that. For for the new millennium. Exactly. Yeah. Are uh, you being served, but served with a Z, I think? Yeah, I, oh, 
<laughs> well, served would be like a like ownership, wouldn't it? Yeah, you've been. Served. How many? Do we know how many episodes? Do you know anything about the show? How many episodes there uh, are? I know the guy who goes, "I'm free." <laughs> And what that meant was, he was available for gay sex. That's, That's what, what that I meant. Heard. That was the joke. John Inman, who set back homosexuality by about 100 years, I'm free! Would mean, some, some I'm, jokes I'm, are timeless. Well, that, I don't know. Um, meant, I'm up for gay sex. There was Mrs. Slocum would talk about her pussy. She actually meant her vagina. Mm -hmm. Oh. Um, yeah, okay. Ollie, that'd be great. When are you going to watch... Your first episode? Uh, I'll do an episode for... next week. Okay. For Monday. Beautiful. We look, we look forward to it, and we look forward to speaking to you about it. Thank you very much indeed, Ollie. You're on the list. Thank you. Thank you, mate. Bye-bye. There we go. If you want to be a chorus... Oh, I'm so, so sorry. So correct sorry. dismissal. So sorry. Hang on a minute. We're, we're playing uh, that. Okay. Here we... That was someone applying to be a correspondent. Tonight it was... Ollie. I'm playing that off YouTube every single time. I really need to grab that. And can, can, let me just audio hijack it. Hang on a second, guys. Hang on a second. Let me just, uh, let me just rip that. And rip it off. Here we go. was too loud hang on sorry guys sorry guys that was too loud that that's never that's gonna here we go here we go ladies and gentlemen shh, 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 shh. we didn't actually need to be quiet there because it wouldn't have picked up it wouldn't have picked it up at all so i, don't I was know. just enjoying the groove it's a great music mm -hmm. it's a great bit of music it's a great bit of music and then what we do is we save that i can save that during the news oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand i think after midnight we'll have a quick round of pass the chat on and maybe a long round i've got a feeling we might i think the vibe is right it, i think the vibe is right the vibe is right but i'm oh, holding on. on let's name perfect pop stars up until the top of the news debbie harry oh yeah um, Perfect pop stars. Kylie. Davy Jones. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's not as easy as you think, is it? The perfect pop stars. Rick Astley. No. I'm not allowing it. Come on. It's not the perfect pop star. He was. He was no. Lovely. Squeaky. No, he wasn't. He wasn't. Listen, he's a good looking guy. Mm -hmm. We'll speak to Alistair after the news. I, no, no, I don't think he was. All right. I don't think he was. But I'm going to say Jason Donovan. Perfect pop star. If you can reach my bell, you can ding it. But good looking, not that great a singer. Are these a criterion? Yeah, of criteria. Yes, of course, the criterias. Great band. Okay. All right, I, I see you, Jason Donovan, I, and I raise you a Tiffany. Yeah, I'll give you that. Mark Bolan. Britney. What's that film about, which you didn't like, about Britney and Debbie Gibson fans? Tiffany and Debbie Gibson fans. Do you remember that? That's not, that's... Yeah, it was, was only running about 70% there. Oh, yeah. No, I did like that. You didn't like it. I did like that, but I did wonder whether I was... You thought it was offensive. Uh, uh, no, I did wonder whether it was... F I liked it for the right reasons. Yeah, you liked it for the right reasons. It was a good film. Yeah. Um, 
Lady Gaga. Okay. Yeah. Oh, Ariana Grande. Yeah. She's brilliant. Yes. Um, um, Donny Osmond. Taylor Swift. Okay. Um, okay, yeah. She squeaks through. She squeaks through. Um, oh, Harry Styles. Yes. Beautiful. What a, Beautiful. What a looker. What a guy. Let's bring, I tell you what, let's bring our friends uh, Catherine and Alistair into this. Catherine uh, and Alistair, we've got a minute. We're mm. naming perfect pop stars. Catherine, you go first. George Michael. Yep, give you that. Alistair? Kim Wilde. Oh. No. Yes! Not a perfect pop star. Come on. No, too grubby. And I love Kim. I love Kim, but too grubby. If you've got Debbie <laughs> Harry, you've got to have Kim. No, no, no. Debbie Harry was... was They've was, got the similar level no, of grub. No, no, no. Oh, no. Yes. No. Yes. No, Debbie <laughs> Harry... Excuse me. Debbie Harry had the US glamour. Yeah, but she didn't wash her hair and stuff. No. Shut up! She didn't. She liked it rough. No. No, I'm not having that. Oh, come on. She washed her hair. No, she used to rough it up. Lucky you, Alistair. She used to rough it up. Then she she found the key and escaped. Right. Um, Okay, okay, okay. Um, uh, Oh, um, little Jimmy Osmond. Oh, well, then let's go Marie Osmond. Yep. Please. Catherine? Um, Oh, uh, caught out now. Um, You kind of knew it was coming. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. Um... Uh, Oh, crikey. Oh, oh. Um, yeah. no. uh, three, two, one. Oh, no, no. Yeah. Not, too cool. Not perfect pop star. She was, yeah, she was a little bit on the edge. Go on, um, Alistair, what you got? David Essex. Get out of town, you... Hold me go, so let me go. Oh, no. I'm Ted, my name is David Essex, and I sound a bit like David Bowie, except I have gypsy background in my blood, gypsy blood running through my veins. The circus. Oh, what a circus. Oh, what a show. Argentina's in mourning today. Oh, Madonna. Oh, come on. I'm I'm acknowledging Madonna. We're ending the game. This is Talk Radio. Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk.
Birds, hopefully coming in at some point. I don't know if Love are coming in now, because the Love guy has been very quiet since I emailed him saying, you guys coming in on Tuesday? So, oh. I don't know. But we're going to go and see them in a couple of weeks. We're going to go and see them, Catherine and I. Good taking, I'm taking next Friday off to see Dan TDM. We're taking the Friday off to go. You'll be, you'll be feeling for me when I'm off. Yeah. Then we're both off and some bozo's going to come in. Uh, and we're going off to see uh, Love uh, in Shepherd's Bush. If anyone wants to come down, come and join us. Buy tickets. Come and, come and see Johnny Eccles and the Love Band for the last time ever. Probably. The last time love is going to play in this country, man. you got to go and uh, see it. We'll play past the chat on in a bit. Let's go to Catherine and... Oh, Catherine and Alistair. <laughs> Hello. Sorry. Hello, Catherine. Hello, Catherine. Hello, Catherine. Hello, Hello Ian. Hello, Catherine. Hello. Hello, Alistair. Hello, there. <laughs> um... I would like to volunteer for a correspondence job, please. Okey-dokey. Well, what we do is we do this. Now we open the doors on the applications for correspondence with... Catherine. Catherine, um, yes. you can certainly apply for it. It's not guaranteed. By the way, it's not guaranteed everybody that phones up and says, oh, I'm going to be a cop on the... We know that. Not everyone's <laughs> going to get the gig. So if, if you get turned down, d take it on the chin, come back, think about it, and come back stronger and wiser. Catherine, mm -hmm. you know the risks. Oh, of course. Well, of course. What would you Bearing like that in mind, yeah, that's What would it. you like to be? I would like to be your correspondent on The Unexplained. Oh, but now, because you are a ghost hunter, aren't you? Yeah. Am mm -hmm. I right? Have I got this right? Didn't you blow off a ghost once? <laughs> Did you? Have I got that right? Was that you? Uh, could have been. Cheeky. <laughs> ectoplasm everywhere there was. Yeah, it was. Wow. Was okay. Wow. Um, Kath uh, Kath my Catherine, would you like to ask Ghost Catherine anything about ghosts to see if you think that she qualifies? Okay. Um, can you <laughs> explain myself. the difference between an incubus and a succubus? Hmm. Um, well, an incubus is um, a, an well, not a apparition, but a spirit that um, sort of goes to people oh. in the yeah. when they're asleep, basically, and um, has naughty shenanigans with them. Um, and a succubus is the same sort of thing, but they aim to sort of have uh, an end result. They like impregnating things. Catherine? I thought it was the opposite way around. I thought the succubus was oh. a female version of the incubus. The succubus is a female version. Yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. Now, here's the thing. Does your... I... I'm going to let you be a correspondent. That's happening, right? That's happening. Okay. But... I would like to make you the ghost correspondent, specifically. <laughs> I don't know... If you have enough knowledge mm -hmm. to discuss UFOs, time slips, yep. wormholes, invisible know, planes, invisible planes. Yep. I don't know if you have. Do you have the expertise worked, on that? We worked on a, a, a pub in St Albans. Um, okay, we well, did you, it three times. Put you down as the bar staff correspondent, if you no, want. No, no, we, we did it three times yep. because the, it's documented in the local paper oh, that gosh, there is a wow. time slip in there oh, oh, um, a lady had a, 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 an experience in there so <laughs> i've lost some time in pubs before oh i have many an evening uh, lost. i 
I'm go- would you be? Would you accept? Would you expect? Would you uh, accept spooky correspondent? Mm, yeah. I'm going to give you spooky. Okay. I'm going to give you spooky. Um, and under what? What, what is that, that the umbrella not? term for? Is it anything that spooky. is unexplained or no? No, 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 no. Spooky. Any sort of spooky stories? Yeah, they give you the willies. Spooky. Okay. okay. We have a brand new correspondent. She's the spooky correspondent. Her name is... Catherine. Well done, Catherine. Thank you very much. Okay. Yay! <laughs> Alistair! Hi there. Hi there. Yeah, so, uh, I'd like to be a correspondent as well, please. Okay! We're opening the doors once again as we audition a brand new correspondent. Their name is... Alistair. Alistair, tell me a little bit about yourself, how old you are, what colour your eyes are, and how many times you've been to the bathroom today. OK, well, I'm uh, 59. Mm. I've got grey-green eyes. Mm. And I've been to the bathroom. I'm quite regular at the moment, Ian, I have to tell you. Fantastic. Um, Do like our Probably about speed. three or four, I think. That sounds, that sounds absolutely perfect, absolutely spot on. That was the, the number I had written down on a piece of paper that Catherine <laughs> says here. Three or four. Yeah, so perfect. That, that, already, he's a shoe in But what correspondent position would you like to undertake, Alistair? So, so I've just started well, giggling at how ridiculous this is. Sorry, I do apologise. What? I'm not laughing at you, I'm laughing at me. What correspondent position would you like to undertake? Well, I'd like to be the film correspondent. Oh, mate. In the sense of yeah. watching unknown films on Netflix that... You have to go through to get something that might be good. <laughs> I watch the, the unknown, the unknown yeah. films, and review them for you. Okay, I like that because there is um, a lot of crap yes. films <laughs> on uh, on Netflix. We all know that. So, da, da, da. you know this is a song with words, yeah? yeah? wish I knew what it meant All to right. be free. Okay, well, I'll tell you what it means after the show, because I know. But you know that this is a song with actual words, yeah? Yeah, okay. sung by. Ah, many, many people. Nina Simone. Nina yeah. Simone. Yeah. Barry Norman, tonight it's E.T., Jaws, and Indiana Jones, one, two, and three. They're movies. I saw them at the cinema this week for free. David I've, Frost, why are you posing I as Barry Norman? Know. I've killed him. I don't have to pay for him. I get to see him for free, because I'm Barry Norman. I thought they were a bit good. I thought Jaws was a bit shy. Thanks very much. See you next week. <laughs> Through oh, Barry Norman's cloud of smoke once. Oh, yeah. puffing away on the old yeah, marijuana. On tabs. Smoking the marijuana. No, wacky backy. It wasn't jazz fags. Smoking the herb. It was normal fags. I'm Barry Norman. I've seen lots of films this week. I see them for free. Um, but some of them were rubbish. I saw The English Patient. Oh. It was crap. I left halfway through. I'm Barry Norman. <laughs> See you next week. <laughs> My favourite film of all time is cast by the friendly ghost of Eric Idle. I'm Barry Norman. Alistair, <laughs> so uh, I like it. Watching films on Netflix. That nobody else watches. I've got to write that down. Netflix. That nobody 
Hells. Watches. Jeez, I'm feeling nauseous now. Uh... Do you want to give me a genre? Shut up. Uh, Wait, please, shut, no, shut up. I'm going the song. Sorry. We've just got a brand new correspondent. Everybody be upstanding for the watching films on Netflix that nobody else watches correspondent who's called... Alistair. That's going to be a tough one. That's going to be a tough one to get in. Um, your genre is period romance. Okay. Period. I'll look for one of those. <laughs> the disappointment in his voice. Oh, I thought it was going to be like time travel or something. All right. Hey, Ian, I'm watching. I'm sorry, I've not watched it yet, but I'm recording Being Frank tonight. Oh, you're taping it off the telly? Good for you. It's on Sky. It's on Sky, yeah. It's on Sky uh, tonight, 10 so o'clock. I didn't mention it because everyone would go and watch that instead of this. I've got loads of people tweeting me. Here, have you heard of this film? Is it any good? We've banged on about it for ages on this show. Yes, I did the soundtrack for it. The soundtrack. Well, no, Frank did the soundtrack. No, the you sound- taped it. Oh, I've got a present for you. I got a present for <gasps> Oh, thank you. I'm handing her my new release on my record label, David's trip double CD and DVD set of David Jones live in Japan. And if you look at the thanks, I think they're in the, the booklet, Catherine. Yeah. That's right, your name's in there. Oh. You get a little mention in the old booklet. Do you, would you, I can get you, I, I meant to bring you a sealed copy. Let no. me take that, no. let me take that no. back. Let no. me, no. let me, no. let me no. take that back. No, because then I'll have to open it to see the thank you. Uh, and I, and okay. it will, no. Well, you can see the thank you and then I can give you a sealed one. No. It's right at the back. Oh. I've ordered that in, by the way. Have you? Oh, thank you, Alistair. Thank you for your yeah. support. I appreciate that. It's um, it's a, a cracking set coming out on triple vinyl. It's only 25 quid, the triple vinyl. Sorry for doing a little plug. And double CD and DVD. David Jones live yeah. in Japan. Is it a mixture of his sing- solo stuff and monkey stuff? It's mainly though? him singing monkey songs and there's a few solo songs on there. But the live stuff is pretty much monkey's greatest hits live oh, great. with him. So I think, I think you're going to enjoy it. It's a thrill. Excellent. Alistair, well, you, are you, a, you are a correspondent. I look forward to hearing about a romantic period film. We're going to play past the chat on Sam. Do not answer the phone. 0344 499 This is Talk Radio. The Wild Man of Late Night Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. But on now to Robocop, a piece of comic book science fiction that hovers on the edge of being admirable but finally self-destructs because of its own excesses. The setting is Detroit sometime in the near future. Chill out, man, it's Robocop! Flipping it! A film that destroys itself in its own excesses. It's Robocop! Cry out loud! Society is breaking down. Was there ever a time in the movies when society wasn't breaking down? However, Detroit is run by three main organisations, a bunch of evil bad guys, the cops, and a multinational conglomerate that has a contract to run the city police force. Fellow executives, it gives me great pleasure to introduce you to the future of no, law enforcement. This guy's on for eight, is he? I'm sure it's only a glitch. That's amusing stuff. And against this background, Peter Sounds Weller it. plays a cop, almost as tough a cop as his partner Nancy Allen, who eats a couple of lightly boiled bad guys for breakfast every morning. 
One day, Mr. Well, just imagine him. Right, I mean, a big Barry Norman family. Uh, Does sound like he's reading it, writing it, and when the night before, I've got to have had a good line about her eating a couple of badly boiled, hardly boiled bad guys in the morning for breakfast. Well, a falls foul of the flakiest gang of nutters in town. A mob led by Kirkwood Smith. Don't say nutters. You can't say nutters. Back different time. You can't say nutters. And just for fun, they shoot off both his arms and one leg, and by way of an encore, put a bullet through his forehead. This <laughs> obviously leaves him with a nasty headache and no doubt a general feeling of malaise. But he's kind of given away what we would call spoilers now, isn't he? He's not really reviewing the film. He's doing that thing you do in school. You you write, a, you review a book and it comes about saying, no, you've just told me the story. What was the book like? How yeah. did it make you feel? Not what happened. But astonishingly, he's still alive. And so Miguel Ferrer, whisked scientist with the multinational conglomerate, takes whatever is left of him and turns him into a cyborg, half man, half machine, otherwise known as Robocop. And that's when the mayhem really starts and when a half-baked subplot about a behind-the-scenes struggle for... Why is he talking like we've never heard of Robocop? It's one of the most famous films of all time. This is from the olden days, Ian. Yeah, but he's saying this as though no one's ever even seen it well, then. But everyone's, everyone's seen Robocop. It's a huge film. And he's like, is he, he patronising us? I, I think he might be mansplaining Robocop. Everyone knows what Robocop is about. We've seen it, right? It's about about Robocop. <laughs> you have 12 seconds to comply on yes. that. Power at the conglomerates involving Ronnie Cox and Dan Hurley is Cox. Cox introduced. Now, I did say that this was almost admirable, though you probably might not think so from that rundown. But the effects are first rate, and there are some very funny gags, mostly involving a couple of TV newscasters who keep turning up wearing big toothy grins to announce the most appalling disasters. You know what he's doing there? Yeah. The old SH1T sandwich. Yeah, we go. Such as a mishap in the Star Wars program that has totally wiped out Santa Barbara. All this is fine, and so is the direction by the Dutchman Paul Verhoeven, whose first American film this is. But there's a sickness at the heart of the picture, and inevitably it involves the violence, which goes beyond cruelty and even viciousness, and plunges into sadism. Well, who was loving it? It's Robocop! It's one of the most... Why is he talking about it like we've never seen it? It's one of the most famous films of all time. It's violent. It's Robocop. Robocop. Who is he? What is he? Where does he come from? Well, he's a Robocop. (laughs) Now, what we've shown, take my word for it, is pretty mild stuff. But most of the jokes are about different ways to kill and maim people. If you think that's funny, then I'm sure you'll like Robocop. If you don't, you may agree with me that for all its high promise and for all the imagination and skill and wit that went into it, it's ultimately a rather distasteful picture which can't possibly do much good except for the bank balances of those who made it. Wow, okay, well... So, I I don't think he liked it. I'm not sure. Um, It's one of the most famous films of all time, and he's talking... Andrew says that was the review of Robocop when it was released in 1987. Ah. That would make sense. Thank you, Andrew. That makes that makes a lot more sense. Apologies to the estate of Barry Humphreys. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. We're gonna pay. <laughs> ooh, 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 yeah. Mm, uh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Gotta do it now. Gotta do it now. Gotta do it now. Could you not do it now? Could you not? Could you not? Could you not do it now? Could you not? Could you stop it. doing that? I'm doing it. Could you stop? I'm doing it. Please. I'm doing it. Stop I'm it. Nearly finished. No. I nearly finished. Please don't. Ooh, Honestly. Oh my I finished. god. I'm done. 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Catherine, explain how we pass the chat on. Well, it's very simple, dear listener. You give us a ring. Be quiet! The lady's speaking! Shut up at the back! I do apologise, love. Over to you. 0344-499-1000 is the phone number. You'll ring. You'll go straight on to the show as, well as soon as you hear a voice saying hello. hello. And then you'll stop talking when the next person 
does the same thing. Could you stop massaging your nipples, please? Someone's got to do it. And it's cheaper this way. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Uh, yeah, it's a call straight to it. What she said, don't swear, don't be libelous. Don't be Let's a knob. Look at the screen and wait for the calls to come rolling Trickling in. in. Here we go. Excuse oh, me. A bit windy. you got some weighty music. I don't want us golf gall cancer. So, could you have some? Can we have some like waiting music? Um, Otherwise, this is going to sound awkward. Yeah, not a problem. Here we go. Um, okay, sure. Yeah. But not anything rude that's going to put people off. I won't do anything rude. I'm going to do something nice. All right. Okay. I like how you rise out the floor when you're playing that. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Oh three four four four. Someone call in for crying out loud. Pause. We have a call. Let's go to line one. Line one, you're on the wireless. Hello, everybody. Hello, line one. Yeah. How's it going? Right, you're on the air. Yes. Um, yeah, I don't thought that. Um, you know that T-shirt that you got made of Catherine? Yes, I, I, I smell something vulgar coming on, yes. Where, what website was it from? Well, Kath got hers from a cheaper website. Yeah. Where did you get... I got mine from China. You got yours from Britain. Let's support Britain. Let's keep Britain uh, alive. Prezi Box, it was called. Prezi Box. Prezi Box. Sound. Because it's my friend's stag do in October, and we're going to get all of... You're going to get we're pictures of Catherine for his stag do? <laughs> <laughs> you dirty get. No, we want to go Don't to the Don't forget the rules. When someone else calls <laughs> in, you have to be cut off. We go to line two. Line two, you're on the wireless. You can ring back, by the way. You can uh, ring back. I am the official Twitter correspondent giving you an update on today's Twitter. Here we go. I like this. Nothing happened. <laughs> That's it. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Let's go to line one. Line one. We're playing past the chat on. When someone else calls in, we will cut you off. Don't take it personally. Who are you? Hello. Line one. We are playing past the chat on. When someone else calls in, we will cut you off. Don't take it personally. Who is this, please? 
Hi, Ian. It's Nigel. Nigel, thank you. Let's go to line two. Good evening, line two. Hello again. This T-shirt, yeah? Yeah. What's the quality like? Well, I mean, for a stag do, it's going to end up covered in all sorts, so why do you care? Well, you might want to wear it at the wedding as well. (laughs) (laughs) You can phone in as many times as you want, guys. Three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Pass the chat on, guys. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. I'm happy just to keep this vibe going all night if that's what it takes. Ooh. Yeah. Mm. Uh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Oh. Baby. Gonna make some love tonight. Baby. Gonna have some fun tonight. Let's go to line one. You're on until somebody else calls in. Line one. Good evening. I'm still bloody alive, boss. This is great, huh? Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Go to line one. Line one, you're on the wireless. Hello, Ian. It's Nelly. Um, we'll the like lighthouse have, uh, correspondent. No. Ah, the other I Nelly. I would like to be. Yeah, I don't, yeah. Um, don't forget if someone else calls cor- in. If someone else calls in, Nelly, we will have to get rid of you. <laughs> Can I be karaoke correspondent? Karaoke correspondent. Go on, please. Then, do some. Well, n- no, I, 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 no, I'm not. Uh, well. Uh, mm. There's a fatal mm. flaw with this plan, Nelly. Can you guess what it might be? <laughs> <laughs> it's well, so red for Catherine to be the arse. Yeah, oh. but if you're a correspondent, it doesn't mean you have to do the thing. You just have to report on it. No, I know. Um, the, you know the the um, crime correspondent for the BBC. They are uh, killing Wrong people all the really. time. Wrong mm. Let's go to line two. Good evening, line two. You can call back again, Nelly, if you want to. Good evening, line two. Hello, uh, you know these T-shirts, yeah? Oh, jeez. Can, <laughs> can <laughs> you see them from 150 metres away from front Line three, you're on the wireless. Hello, line three. In 20 seconds' time, I'm going to tell you something that will mind-boggle you. You won't believe me. But first, let's talk Barry Norman and Dickie Davis. They were brilliant. Okay. 19, 18, 17, But they never said a word. How many more seconds have we got? How many seconds have we got? Ten. Six seconds. Four, three, two, 
one. Let's go to line three. Sorry, that's just the way it works. Hello, line three. So I'll, I'll send you a link to a song. Of- Hello, line four. You're on the wireless. Up your bum. Oh. Listen to Lane. What Lane's? You seen what Lane's just tweeted? No. Curiosity just got the better of me, and I typed Robocop into the Pornhub search engine. (laughs) Most odd. (laughs) Curiosity. (laughs) You dirty get. You got the horn, and you wanted to have it off with Robocop. You have ten seconds to comply. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. You can call as many times as you want during pass the chat on, but as soon as someone else calls in, you're off. Flute. This is great music. I, I apologise though. This is called "Drug Song" by Janko Milovic. Wow. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Let's go to line one. Hello, line one. So as I was saying, the karaoke. I've done some karaoke, and it's there online. But you have to try and find it. So not, what, not, I can't sing live. What karaoke have you done? It's there's like a there's like a website. There's an app. Is like a karaoke. Is it called Snatch or something? Smule. Smule, that was it. Let's go to line two. Line two, you're on the wireless. Find him on, find him. I'm, Hello? I'm 56. I, I'm 56. I've never seen Robocop. You've got 10 seconds to explain to me why I should buy it. Because it's um, too violent. Um, it's very funny. And Barry Norman hates it. Yeah, good point. Well made. <laughs> Let's go to line one. Line one, you're on the wireless. Hello, Ian. Hello, line one. Ian. Line one. Hello. Hello. Hello, line one. Hello, can you hear me? Yes, that's why I'm talking to you, yes. Oh, sorry. Hello, Ian. Let's go to line two. Line two, you're on the wireless. Hello, and now for your delight and delectation, the dulcet tones of Robert Goulet. Let's go to line three. Line three, you're on the wireless. Uh, You know these T-shirts again, yeah? Yes. Um, are they big enough to fit Rainbow George's face on? Line four, you're on the wireless. Now we've got a pace oh, going. Hello. I had um, two nicknames when I was a child. Oh. And one of them was... Ooh, oh. And one of them was Littlest Hobo. And the, they're both pertinent to the So named after the song? So one of them was, yes, Littlest Hobo. Named after the song. And mm-hmm. the uh, and the other one... Should have been was, maybe tomorrow. Um, mm-mm. Cop. Cop? Right, cop? Cock. No. You were nicknamed Cock as a. Ch- that's not a nickname. That's quite an insulting no. thing to say to someone. Robocop, but I've never seen Robocop. Robocop. <laughs> you can buy those. I've seen them. <laughs> so, but I've never seen it. So, should I see it? 
Robocop. Stop saying Robocop. Please don't say cock anymore, guys. <laughs> oh, 344 We'll do this for a bit more. Call straight to air. Catherine, what you got? I found a Nellie Baines on Smule, but um, it's a very attractive black woman. Okay. <laughs> well, you, you just can't tell from voices these days, can you? Some love today ain't Hello! Yeah! Three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Five more minutes of this nonsense. Four 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 nine nine one thousand. Found him. Yeah. Send me the link. We'll play him. It's on your Twitter. I think he's just tweeted you. Has he? Has he? Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, he's all over it. Look. Oh, he loves it. He loves it. Oh, hang on. Oh, he likes Coldplay though. Hang on a minute. Oh, who doesn't? Let's go to line one. Line one, you're on the wireless. Let's go to line two. Line two, you are on the wireless. Chat on. Chat on. Line three, you're on the wireless. Hello, so going on from the theme from last night. Yes. My Fufu name is Good Omens. <laughs> Let's go to line four, you're on the wireless. I just want to clarify something about the T-shirts. Yep. Um, we're going to have his face on them uh-huh. when we, we are, we'll be wearing them, but then we're going to have his missus's face on the one he wears. So not- Line five, you're on the wireless. Hellraiser. Let's go to line... Now they're calling in line six, you're on the wireless. Ian, you should do a confession skit. In what respect? 
um, every, for 20 minutes, you should take a confession. Okay, go on then. What, what would you like to confess? Go on, what would you like to confess? Well, I have nothing. <laughs> I've got nothing to confess myself. Well, you want me to steal Simon Mayo's thing that he did for 20 years and also make the TV... <laughs> but you must <laughs> have something... You, when he left. You must have something to confess. I don't, unfortunately. You've never done anything bad, you've never cheated anybody, never done anything behind anyone's back, never broken something and hidden it, never stained someone's sheet. I did! I actually stained something, nail varnish, all over my parents' carpet. Unbelievable! What a naughty young lady. That's the end of that. We'll take calls the normal way for the rest of the show. This is Talk Radio. No rules nocturnal nattering for nightbirds, nurses, and Nosferatu! <laughs> Alright, cool. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Um... We'll take calls straight to Ethelbit. Sam, why don't Sam come in and join us? If you don't mind. You might you as well, we can hear you. Yeah. <laughs> come in come in and sit in here. Come on. Come on, buddy. I got this. I don't know what this song is. This I like it falling down the um YouTube rabbit hole. And this just popped up as you should play this next. This is now, I don't know if this is the uh, the song or the artist. <laughs> oh, me. dear. The artist is called si Simand. C-Y-M-A-N-D-E. Simand. And the track is called Dove. This sounds like a bit Santana-ish. It's ten minutes long. So this it's very Santana-ish. Yeah. Here we go. Here's a comment. Here's a comment from five years ago. My brother would play this song over and over back in 1972 when he came home from Nam. He would open his, open his room door and all this weed smoke would come rolling out over the top of the door. He would always tell me, make sure I was cool. <laughs> Next comment. Amazing. Thank you to your brother for serving in Nam and for finding this great music. Um, Next comment. I'm thankful his brother went home alive. But why did the US even attack Vietnam? This is the comments <laughs> oh for a song. God. Was it just because Vietnam wanted to be a communist state? Um, so then next Please comment. someone write, you don't know, man, you weren't there. <laughs> next comment. <laughs> I'm listening in Saigon as I type. <laughs> yeah. Bom, 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 bom. yeah. Uh, pick it up speed now, the drummer's coming in. Here's my, um, my take on that. I yeah. don't believe the first comment. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, all right. There's a whole thing that goes on. People don't lie on the internet, though, do they? <laughs> um, then it goes... People, and then comments further down. You need to open your eyes to what you think this so-called democracy is, bro. Wow, I mean... Communism works. America just wanted oil and to spread more freedom. Americans don't seem to be able to grasp the concept that other people in the world just have a different way of looking at life. Yeah, man. Um... It goes on and on and on and on. Uh, well, it ends up in a in a weed weed kind of based conversation. Then last comment on that one is one of those. Get over it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so we've got some flute coming at some point. We'll take calls straight to air for the bit. This, this, listen, if you're at home, I don't. You know, I've, I've used drugs. Hands up in this room. In this room, who's never used drugs? You never used drugs, Sam. You might have done in the past. Yeah. Don't, I don't need to go into any specifics. Maybe. We know Catherine was loved a bit of brown back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> loved a bit. No, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's Maybe the I thing. went to college. Here's, the, stuff. here's the thing, right? This is what we've learned with um, like Gove and all, all of the. I think all of the original candidates 
the Tory leader had taken a drug in one, used a drug in one form or another. I don't think they've tra taken is the right word, right? Here's the thing, right? It's everywhere, man. It's everywhere. Everywhere. Loads of people have done drugs. And I'm not I would never judge. I used to think people that didn't do drugs were square. Now I would never be so arrogant to make that kind of judgment on people, you know. Like my life was messed up because of drugs. Nearly killed me. But it's everywhere. And yet, if I... I can't... I'm not really allowed to sit here and talk to the people that are at home skinning up listening to this because someone can make a complaint and then it sounds like I'm condoning... Mm -hmm. Like, actually, I do condone drug use. I don't encourage it. There's a difference. Condoning means you just accept it. No. Oh. Condoning means that you um, justify it, it and uh, oh, say it's I okay. I kind of condone it then. There is a level of encouragement in that. Well, I don't encourage it. I condone it without the encouragement. Okay. You. You. Here we go. Here's the thing. Basically, I don't care what people do. That's, that's what I'm trying to say. I don't care what people do, but because we're in the, the mainstream media, guys, we got to do this thing where, of course, don't take drugs, kids. No one's got to listen to us. They'll listen to you, Sam, because you're a young man. Let me jump forward to the flute. Hang on a minute. Yeah, approve or sanction something, especially with reluctance. Approve. That's the difficulty. Reluctance. Yeah, but approve. Re but with reluctance. <laughs> okay. I don't know. You can approve with reluctance, can you? There we go. You either approve or you don't. There we go, listen to this. There were people singing there, hang on. If you hear the people singing, let me know, okay? Were there people singing then? Did you hear them? Were there people <gasps> No! <laughs> thought that was it, here we go. We'll wait for the singing, then we're going to get down to some serious chat. Some there we go, yeah, la 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 la. Oh! <laughs> this is great! Snake charming going on. All together. La 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 la, la, la. la. What a song, man, what a song. Let's, Sam, you take this call, please. It's Nick. Say hello to Nick. Hello, Nick. The Maharishi. Natural method. To bring our conscious mind deep within. If you take Kid A and start screwing with the tempo and start running a record like this guy talking, you can get really weird. The Thanks very much, Nick. There we go. There you go. First call I've taken, it was pretty much as expected. <laughs> <laughs> Standard, yeah. <laughs> Have we got you next week? Uh, yeah. What's the deal now? Because because we two weeks on, two weeks off. Is that how it was? Because it was a week on, a week off for a bit. Yeah. It's all it's because two. you want to have a life. Yeah, pretty much. Does it, you're a young man. Were you 24, 23, 25, 6? I'm 27 next week. Shut up. Yeah. Oh, man. Why are, we, why are we pulling that face? <laughs> I don't know what we're pulling that face for. 27 <laughs> pivotal time. Um, and you're a, you're a young man, 27, and you got a life. And doing this night shift, I'm guessing, is not conducive to being... I don't, I'm not private, I don't want no. to private details, but it's not conducive to living a life, is it? No, you not at all. You can't live a life like this. No, because um, 
So it, it'd just be that friends would get together during the week yeah. and then obviously make plans for the weekend and yeah. then completely forget that you exist. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. This is the thing, right? Because you say you can't go enough times yeah. and then they just they stop asking you. Yeah. And like the amount of times they, they, um, they'd be like, oh, well, didn't realize you weren't working this we weekend. It's like, I, I've never worked weekends. Oh, okay. yeah. But get in there. If you're not there, you don't exist. Exactly. Um, you're coming to see our show on Sunday? Totally, can't wait. Okay, that sounded sarcastic. Did it sound sarcastic to you? No, I think that's the way these young people speak. So, oh, right, sarcastic. <laughs> yeah, oh, well, we, it's we, just sarcastic all the time, it's just that. Yeah, we're Doing really, it again, though. Yeah, we're really looking forward to having you there, Sam, can't wait. Yeah, it'd be wait. great. Yeah, it'd be brilliant to have you in the audience. No, thanks yeah, for coming. Yeah, no, appreciate it. <laughs> really appreciate the support. No. No. We like you. <laughs> <laughs> you're, one, you're, you're one of the few people we like. We don't like many people, do we? Don't like many people. I don't really know, um... Uh, Gemma says, I love Debbie Harry, but was shocked to see a top 40 artist's fanny for the first time. Where did you see Debbie Harry? Oh, Harry's? did she do Playboy? Oh, did she? Uh, okay. I think so. Let, shall I do... Shall I, yeah. And this is a British band from North West London, I'm being told. Wow. This is not a North West London. It's not a Wilsdon vibe. This is a great song. I love this. Oh. What? You've got Simand. I mean, she did Playboy, but she also wore some very tight trousers. Basically, the old uh, look. whispering jeans. Well, you can see the lips moving, but there's no sound. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Well, she's she's great. <laughs> you are literally old enough to be his mum, and you're flirting with I'm him. Not flirting with him? You've you've gone all. You're both blushing. <laughs> should, sorry, should I go? <laughs> Where is this? Cradle Snatcher. You no. don't hear that anymore, do you, Cradle Snatcher? No, Cougar these days. Yeah, it, yeah, Cradle Snatcher was, uh, was uh, a big one. Right, I don't know who this is, Sam, but it's over to you. Line one. Hello. Mr. Robert Goulet. Only you, long as I may live. You've done this, Sam. Yeah. Good continuation here. Fanny, Fanny. Fanny? Is he singing Fanny? You long as I may live, Freddy. If I could love, that's what I would say. <laughs> That's what I'd say. Fanny, well, speaking of songs with, um, you know this one, don't you? Oh, hang on a minute. We got this. There we go. That crossfade. That was beautiful. There <laughs> we go. It's like bad boy Slim and Bee Gees. Seems like you don't want the love of this man at all. And it's your man I Fanny be tender. <laughs> you <laughs> probably do be, yeah. In, in case you missed it. <laughs> you know how easy it is to hurt me. What? You know how easy it is to hurt me. Living it. 
I mean. <laughs> Sam, <laughs> Sam, over <laughs> to you. Hello, line two. Oh, hello, it's Nick here. Oh, hello, Nick, you're I right. I like to be the... Yeah, not too bad. I like to be the Paul McCartney correspondent. OK, that's not me. I don't do it. The, the, you said the Paul McCartney correspondent. You talk to him. It's your, <laughs> your, it's your, it's your big chance. I keep giving asking you a big opportunity. Ask a question about Paul McCartney. Oh, first of all, first of all, you have to, um, you have to introduce this oh. section. Coming in with a new correspondent entry, it is... Nick. It's fun, that. Away you go. <laughs> so, so, Nick, you want to be... Gear fab, You want to be the Paul McCartney correspondent. Um, what, Hello. What's his middle name? James. Is that, I don't, is that the right answer? No. Incorrect! Incorrect! First name? Incorrect! His first name is James! His middle name's Paul! Oh. Good night. Off you go. Good night. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I understand the rules that. No. <laughs> no, you know, he's not doing that. This is first name. This is. Flipping it. so windy tonight. I'm going to have to burp you. It's so windy. Okay, Sam, what topics have you. Over the name? Yes! <laughs> Imagine. I wouldn't. I wouldn't dare. Over, uh, uh, the, Sam, what topics have you uh, you brought for us tonight? No, no, I'm, you know, I'm not. Very, I'm, I'm so unprofessional. This guy. I mean, I mean, really. Um, okay, uh, you've got a call, Sam. Oh, hello, caller. Hello. 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 Who's this? Um, it, I, I just wondered. Um, so I feel a bit nervous of coming to the gig on Sunday. But now I've heard that Sam's coming, oh, I feel a bit more happy about now that. Now Sam feels nervous. So <laughs> what does yeah? What does my presence do to help that situation? On stage or on the audience? I want to be with the commoners. Hmm? Yeah, I'm going to be down with you. Okay. Lot. So how will we recognise you? He's going to be wearing a T-shirt that's going to have loads of pictures of Kath on it. <laughs> <gasps> oh, I was, gosh. To be honest, okay. I was tempted. I nearly did something similar. I wouldn't come in time. Oh! <laughs> oh <laughs> style! Are you going to attend? Am I, well, say that again? Are you going to be there? Yeah. Okay, let's hear. This is uh, our caller, Nelly, who is uh, our karaoke correspondent. This is him singing... I got you, babe. Oh, blimey. Oh, he's good! <laughs> that was a surprise. I wasn't expecting that from him. I don't know how that's true. You got me. Is that him? Yeah, it's good. He's doing a great Sonny Bono impression, isn't he? Mm. Is he coming on sun Sunday? Is he coming? Don't know. Well, I got you your word. He does a great Sonny Bono. She's doing mum singing. She's got a good voice, though. She's got it. Here we go. I guess that's so we don't have a lot. But I'm least I'm sure of all the things. Is that Nelly? He's really good. Is it? Sam, you got a call. Oh, hello, caller. Hello there. Hello. What do you want to say? Hi. Uh, I'd like. I'd like to put myself forward to be a correspondent, please. Music, please. Okay. Here we go. He's getting uh, good at this. He's getting good at this. On the line, a new caller wants to be a correspondent. It is unknown. What do you there. Go on. Oh, I'd like to be the half-assed political correspondent, if that's okay. What's your name? Gareth. Gareth, 
You got the gig. Thank you very much indeed. <laughs> Good evening, Mr. Kellner. Good evening. That was Sorry. fantastic, that Sonny Bono thing. Wasn't that it? was great, wasn't it? That's one of our and callers. And she said, don't know who she was. She was. A, they were great. I would. I would sign those two up mm. immediately. And let me write this down. Half-assed political correspondent. Half-assed. Yeah, there brilliant. That's what this whole. That's what talk radio needs. Another half-assed <laughs> political correspondent. That's what this is all about. He was mm. good. That was Nelly. What a surprise! Exactly. Wow. 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 How are you, Martin? You're I'm right. fine. Yourself? Uh, yeah, I'm all right good. actually. Yes, sounded very good. I was talking to um, Bowl Overarm a couple of weeks ago, and today by my nine-year-old son, never could do it at school. And today I went and played um, cricket at his school, and mm. I bowled Overarm in front of everybody. So impressed. It was all right. Yeah. I had two wides, but the rest were quite good, mm. and my boy was thrilled. Well, cricket's okay if you're bowling, if you're batting, and somebody else is hurling that ball oh, at you. I, was, I, I couldn't play cricket at I school. was lucky because we had quite bad bowlers against us. It was two overs, the, um, the parents and Tennis the kids. balls or an actual proper... No, it was... What we should call nine, they get these sort of solid rubber balls, which are... Uh, <laughs> which I believe you know a lot about, personally. I do, yeah. yeah but they're good, they're much, they're much easier. Yeah. But it was great, it was great. Mm. I never liked cricket before, but we had a laugh. And me and my boy, we got 18 runs, two overs between us. Fantastic. Highest pair in the game. Well done. There you go, you see. Mr. Mm. Kellner, what's on your show tonight, please, sir? Thank you Well, we'll be talking about this amazing uh, Boris Johnson story. Have you seen all that? Yeah. Are we kind Same of stick clear of it? Because I don't yeah, know what you're allowed to say. I don't know what's going on. It's, it's, uh... I say what you like this summer night, surely. Oh, that was, that's my philosophy. I, I like never, it. Yeah. Um, so we'll talk about that, obviously. Um, and we got oh, my mate Mick Artistic, who yeah. is uh, a Glastonbury legend. He, oh. he plays Glastonbury every year, but he's from Leeds, and um, people love him in Leeds. I went to see him the other night. Yeah. He's really, really good. He does songs about things like... Um, Things like picking your nose or, um, I'm trying to think of some of those songs about betting shop pens, you know, oh, yeah, pens yeah, and betting pens shops, are all three and a half inches. Yeah, yeah. So like a whole song about them. Yeah. Um, Quentin Tarantino, you know, he's pointed out that Quentin Tarantino looks very, very like Morrissey oh. and a little bit like Roger Federer. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. There's so a bit of that. Yeah, yeah a bit of that. that. So he's on, he's uh, playing a couple of things for us. Gonna have to, yeah. We're going to have to find out what the rest is by listening to it. Yes, we will be back could. on Monday yeah. at 10. I should always say, of course, there's a Best of Us on Saturday night at 10, which you're welcome to listen to. But stay tuned after one o'clock on Talk Radio. It's Mr. Martin Kellner. Thank you. We are Talk Radio.